Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. Tonight is Tuesday, August 
the 14th, 2012, representing here in Long Beach, your own community, community connection, internet radio station. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, like I do every night before, first and foremost, I always have to give thanks to God for being there for me and having me here to be able to represent as I do uh, every day and to live and to breathe and to feel spiritually prosperous regardless of what uh, I represent for him first and foremost. First, before that, it's 11.04 in the p.m. That means it's uh, maybe a little bit under 55 minutes left before the new day tomorrow and it'll be August 15th. Shout out there to my brother because it's going to be your birthday, brother. Much love to you as well. We'll have something planned special for you tomorrow. Much love to you. So like I said, as we always do, we always must represent for God first and foremost because without him, nothing would be possible. It would all just be what it is and that's man-made and man-made. Without without God, we have no one. So much love to you, Big G. Here you go. Shouts out. out there like my brother, around to all y'all leading men out there and women who are tough and stand on what you know and stand on what you believe in. Leo's, uh, I think there's a couple of Leo parties going on and I've been invited to a few of them on Facebook, so much love. If I don't get there, just no party for me. Uh, tonight's show is going to be kind of a, pretty much it's a, a very, very uh, sensitive subject, uh, I'll kind of go into detail about it. Uh, I'm going to openly and candidly, candidly speak about uh, something that uh, most women go through. And um, in speaking with my family members today, uh, there's not uh, anyone uh, that t- it doesn't touch. And with that, uh, it opened up a can of worms for me. You know, me and my sister are having a talk and and uh, realizing uh, that, you know, uh, it's other than domestic violence against women in which that is one that's one uh, case to it uh, and after speaking about what happened to Sybil and uh, how you know it led to her untimely death there's also the issue of um, sexual abuse and sexual molestation and uh, things of that nature so this show actually is called uh, it's called Innocence Lost and uh, in speaking uh, we're going to try to uh, I'm going to be open about some things, and uh, I think I'm going to have some people out there calling in. Uh, Most of you guys who um, are affiliated and you don't want anyone to know, you know, just go ahead and tap me on my cell phone, and I won't even represent it on that uh, level. It'll be anonymous. Uh, Much love to all women out there who have in some form or fashion been abused or 
uh, misused or uh, physically, emotionally, verbally, sexually, any of that, uh, you're in our prayers tonight. And I want you to know that there is, you know, if you can survive, unlike Sybil did survive, um, if you can survive through uh, all those traumas and tragedies and get to see a new day, like I can look right now and see who's out there, who's calling and seeing who's representing and who got my back, um, then you're blessed. You're blessed and above most, you're you're impressed and uh, highly favored. Uh, so with that, uh, we do, like I said about the domestic violence, we have to be aware of these things. So we're going to talk about some serious issues and uh, the reasoning why a lot of women out here today are, you know, it's pretty much the makeup of what we are. Um, and we'll get deeper into that. First and foremost, we're going to go ahead and go send a, a song out there to uh, uh, all you women out there. Just know, trust, and believe. Look at me. Um, I'm a testimony in the making. You know, your spirit, your your whole well-being, your health, none of that can be affected by anybody. It's up to us. You know, you're unbreakable no matter what. And there's no weapon that formed against you that shall prosper. Trust and believe this. As long as you have faith and that you can stand up on your own too and represent for yourself and do what you know is right within, without anybody's uh, adhering or uh, motivation. If you can self-motivate yourself to wake up every morning after all the tra- tragedies and bearing kids and raising children and day-to-day and hustle and bustle, the things that we talk about, you know, uh, that we have to go through to live and to exist in this world. Uh, if you can get up and do that, then your spirit is unbreakable. And I don't mind this as well, so I send a shout-out to, to you ladies out there. Keep up, keep hope alive, and uh, keep keep pushing, keep moving, keep sticking, keep jabbing. So 
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now slowly approaching 11.15. It is August 14, 2012. As you guys know, tonight's uh, topic, tonight, the episode's name tonight is Innocence Lost. Um, and we're going to be talking about some serious issues. So, you know, get you guys, uh, you know, uh, involved and uh, get you guys a little bit, you know, because it's a touchy. I just got a page, a text, so, you know, it's like, this is a very t- touchy subject. And, uh, yes, of course, uh, just like the other two uh, shows about the domestic violence, part one, part two, uh, being it that, uh, you know, we lost a family member a few weeks ago, too, um, being be- brutally beaten and raped and murdered. Um, this is also going to be a very touchy uh, subject as well. Um, as we all know, you know, just like the guys who were out there on the first show, the first domestic women and violence show, it was all guys out there, and they it did represent from all uh, backgrounds and from all angles, you know, from the point of being children, being brought up in a home with the mother being abused, from being an abuser, from the predator side, the perpetrator to the victim. And, you know, last night's show, part two, uh, they brought, you know, some pretty good information as well. Um, what we want to try to do is trying to enlighten and encourage and, you know, I'll let you know, pretty much that sometimes things go on right under our noses and uh, we don't take the time to recognize. And uh, there's a lot of women out here who are living, you know, still living nightmares um, from what, you know, they had nothing to do with. Uh, in conversation today, I realized that, uh, you know, um, uh, some of us take the burden of other people's, uh, uh, let's say, sicknesses, uh, illnesses, problems, issues, or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, there is really no, like I say, no no reason for any type of violence or any type of abuse or misuse or of any person, of any human being. And I firmly, you know, I firmly believe in this. And that means either a man on a woman, a woman on a man. I don't feel that anyone should be disrespected or violated and taken for granted by any means or measure. So with that, uh, we're going to go in and check in, and I'm going to send out another song to you guys uh, from a powerful woman as well. I'm going to represent for her, too, because she, she overcame a lot of adversities to be who she is. And, you know, they call her the what the queen of, no, she's the queen of the, the princess of soul or whatever, and she uh, she had a story to tell, too, about all these things that we're talking about because she endured it as well growing up in uh, New York and, uh, you know, being brought up with a mother as well. So in uh, acknowledgement of that, too, we're going to go ahead, check in the time. It is now 11.17 p.m. It is August 14, 2012. Much love to Long Beach City City College, all my classmates. I'll see you on the 27th of August, people. I'll be there with bells on. Um, coming in to bring in them A's and B's. You guys know how I got to do it, you know, trying to get on over there to that Cal State Dominga so I can make it on my way to UCLA. Much love to, mo- to all of you guys for your support and your encouragement. And, oh, let's just let you, let you guys know, July 31st show still up and counting. I am now at, I think, over 1,500, 1500 archive listens. That's an awesome thing today. So God bless you guys as well. Here you go. Here's a little shout-out. From Mary J.
Hello, everybody. It is now 11.23 in the p.m., slowly approaching a new <laughs> a new day. It's going to be the 15th. Much love to my brother out there. Uh, in about uh, 36 minutes, you'll be a year older, and you'll be much more handsomer in a matter of minutes. Um, it is now, let's say, August, August 14th, 2012, and this episode is kind of touchy. So it's going to take a little bit, and uh, with you guys' help, I do have a caller out there. I'm going to touch you in. Give me two and two. This episode is going to be one to remember, um, as I as I wrote uh, in uh, blog talk. Um, it's going to leave some of you guys with questions, some with guilt, and most hopefully some with some closure. Uh, innocence loss, uh, the secret behind the pain. Um, I'm going to open up about hidden secrets of molestation and scars that will never heal. Um, eight out of ten women have or will be sexually abused sometime during their lifetime. Most importantly, the predator usually is a person that they know, family member, boyfriend, husband, or someone in the family, a friend of the family. And that's that's reality. You know, that's, as my friend Jay would say, you know, what is your proof? But that's real proof. And, uh, you know, that's factual. Um, eight out of ten women are going to some kind of form or way have, have been in their lives. And if every women was to, you know, just backtrack into their minds, they'd say that at some point in time uh, during their lifetime that, you know, they encountered something that, you know, was not, of, you know, probably not for a young person or a young girl or, or even a young woman or young adult to have to have uh, dealt with. And that all deals with, and it all circles around domestic violence as well, um, because as I did touch on it last night when uh, Brian was bringing up the whole uh sexual appetite kind of thing with the beating and, and so forth and, you know, questioning me about domestic violence, about what, what some women wanted and some women, that their eyes they know and their lips they, and all the extra know. Uh, that is also a, a, a large way that, uh, you know, people do, you know, men and also, too, lesbian women, to I've heard them in uh, relationships where they uh, dominate the person. You know, sex is a tool for some people. And uh, to dominate and to overpower and to control is pretty much what any type of verbal, any type of nonverbal, verbal, physical, emotional, spiritual uh, type of uh, abuse that, you know, you can offer. And sexual is one. And it goes in hand in hand with the others. Um, sexual abuse as a young child has dev- devastating uh, results. In most cases, uh, it brings on sexual deviance, uh, psychosocial disorders, unsavory sexual behavior as adults, and even even multiple personality disorder. And prostitution in some cases, the the, uh, abuse will grow up. uh, She'll grow up and uh, not really not value herself as though she should. And so you have some, and then also too, you have the women who have been in that situation and then they have hang-ups. If you ever wonder why a woman has sexual hang-ups or, you know, she doesn't like to be touched or she, you know, I can I can attest it by that, uh, you know, under them circumstances and when you have been violated in that kind of way, it doesn't really matter, uh, that there's a way that you have to approach. So I did have a writing I want to share with you guys because it, I say when I wrote it, actually uh, it was in pertaining to, you know, a, a guy. And it was about, you know, uh, how a man should approach a woman. And what is threatening to a woman? Um, hold on, let me go ahead and touch because I gotta say hi to my friend. <laughs> let me go on and say hi. Hold on. 
Hello, who's out there? Hi, how are you? Good I'm fine. You. I'm Good. fine. Good. Where did you? Yeah. My baby boy won't go to sleep, so I have him in my right hand. He's fighting on my chain because he's keeping, so if you hear him, Aww. he's going to say something at some point like, ah! He hasn't oh, said it yet. He's okay. busy trying to bite the chain from around my neck. That's okay. That's okay. You know what? Gina love the kids. <laughs> Trick mama love the kids. Don't let me stop. Uh, no, you know I love the kids. So, of course. And uh, this, this is why this whole subject is here. So, the baby won't bother me at all. Let's go ahead and check in the time. It's 11.28 p.m. It's August 14th, 2012. This show is called Labeled Innocence Lost. Uh, it's in it's in uh, representation of uh the you know I hear a lot of you know and I've heard a lot of you guys talking too as well you know you like why do girls you know because I've had guys say to me you know why are you like this and you know they tell you oh I'm just a sexual being and you know uh, some women have a you know what I'm saying uh, you know and I know I have it I have it bad I have a what do you say a I guess you could say kind of Wonder Womanish but without. You know, you know how she has her shield. <laughs> she she's in the plane. You can see her clearly, but she you can't touch her. The deal is, and I get very agitated and irritated. You know, uh, you know, uh, when you know I feel you know any type of form of, uh, and you know some guys don't. You know, I mean, in their way of coming on to you or whatever, what what they feel, and some is not really even really that disrespectful. I mean, they don't. It's just the com- uncomfortability of a person being in your space. And, and you know, I wrote this, and I'm going to share this with you guys, simply because of a person who got in my space. And, you know, what other way, you know, it coming from me to a dude, I can be really, really raw. And because I have issues with it, I can come off real mean. And, and that's not what I want to do. I don't want to offend the male person or, you know, female, for that matter, because you have some some that, you know, same same thing. It's just the aggressive, and they say they're aggressive. You know, uh, I tell a lot of people I'm more so aggressive, but I'm not aggressive in the nature of I'm aggressive in what I want and how I go to get it. But when it comes to the respect of a person's body or their airspace or their room, you know, I'm really careful about that. And simply because it's because of the issues that I have. You know, uh, my my girl asked me, yeah, she's like, you know, what's wrong with you, you know? Because I have these issues and these embedded issues you carry with. It's just kind of like sort of like baggage. In a sense, you know, because you can never shake. You can never shake, and then when a person just kind of puts you, just like I was saying about the uh, bucking up, you know, how girls buck up on you, you know, when we were talking about it the other day, bucking up, you know, you know, it's 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 kind of like that, you know. And I've gotten into some, you know, back and forth with guys just because of, and, you know, because I'm going to represent for me. And when I, you know, if I have to go there, then I will. But the first thing that a, a, a you know a, a young lady doesn't want to get funky with you and go you know whoop de whoop de you know heads roll you know how we you know what you always tell me I do roll my head and roll my eyes and you know you don't you don't get street with no guy and they get into no uh, altercation but honestly some men do take it there so I'm gonna go ahead and share this with you I had uh, wrote this in lieu of uh, someone and you know as I was writing it it only took me minutes to write which you guys know I'm a, a writer as well. Um, it only took me minutes to write, but I was so passionate about it. So uh, here it is. Uh, it's called Woman of Integrity. Um, and I had to touch it up when I had revisited it on Facebook. 
so that, you know, men would not get the wrong idea because I didn't want it to come off like, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, a, oh, you men are, you know, because I'm not no Bible beater and I'm not no... I'm not no man bashering, you know, it, it's not all on the man. It's, you know, we, we like you heard me, many, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. So I had to upgrade it to, if I had to put it out there like woman of, tegr- of integrity, then they would have bought it more so thinking that I was being like downplaying men. And no, that was not my purpose. But it is to serve a purpose, which is serving tonight. Um, it's a, uh, it, it was updated with be, beware. Uh, could be a challenge to the ego. And cause misunderstanding. All right, you there, Jay? <laughs> you listening? Yeah. I'm okay. All right. I'm li- are you reading this for everybody or me? I'm, no, I'm reading it for everybody, but I know you're there because oh, okay. I didn't hear you for a minute. I didn't hear the baby, you know, pulling on your nipple. No, man, he's so just I didn't looking know. at the ceiling. Oh. Yeah. He'll oh, okay. Well, I didn't... Don't worry. <laughs> well, that's okay. I can take it. All right. Um, this letter was written. Actually, it was written July. No, it was rewritten on July 24th. It was originally written somewhere around Christmas time, I do remember. And it, it, it goes off like this. To whomever it may concern, when you meet a woman who has integrity, self-worth, and a direction where she is headed, this lady is selective in the choices she makes, her plan of action, and she sets her sights on greatness. Now, she is kind, considerate, straightforward with what she will and won't do. And you voluntarily tell her that you aren't looking for a relationship. You're just looking to get to know her better. She had you over for dinner. You took her out a couple of times, nothing pricey, just informal dining, i.e. Joe's Crab Shack, Sizzler, you get the idea. And you decide that she is indebted to you. You don't mention to her that's the way you feel. And with that failed and with failed attempts, with the failed attempts, turn around and get mad at her. And then you claim that you've been used and taken for granted, intentionally for the benefit to gain. Time for you to fess up and get honest. When you're out with her, it was like you who invited her. You wouldn't take no for an answer, and you insisted that she go. Now, on every meeting, she has she has rejected your unwanted advances and indirect suggestions for her to accompany you to your place with no strings attached type of attitude. Well, everything would have been cool. If you hadn't gone off so overly aggressive, overpowering, and borderline criminally offensive behavior, let me inform you of the facts. Eight out of ten women are sexually abused or molested during their time, during their lifetime. The majority of cases, the perpetrator is someone they know, a friend of the family, family member, boyfriend, husband, or trusted person with a hidden agenda. The burden of proof relying heavily on the woman's accounts of the events surrounding and leading up to the violation of, of invasion of her personal space. After that space has been compromised by your actions and the woman visibly un, un, uncomfortable tells you that she doesn't like your approach, apparently in her eyes to deaf ears. Look, this woman knows who she wants, knows what she wants. She can't be made to feel awkward by your obviously transparent con game. You know what I'm talking about. You invented to you invented to lure the woman into situations that could cost them a lot a loss of security. Your freedom, most important, your safety. When a woman has been assaulted, the scars are different from each for each individual victim. There are the ones who become withdrawn, secluded, and prisoners in their own homes, and there are the ones who lose it all 
and need to be hospitalized for mental evaluation. And there are the ones, I believe, the most traumatic, the ones who overcome the fear of living freely among others and have have redirected the powerless feeling to the no one will ever hurt me again over my dead body. Just know, we all have the right to say and mean no. And you can't change her or brainwash her away brainwash away her principles. Most women aren't going to tell you that she's been a victim of rape when she meets you, or even years later. And as for that reason alone, consider how you would feel if someone was to do that to treat your mother, sister, or daughter with the mindset you have. You owe for things offered without being told beforehand that that's a non-negotiable fee to be paid on some guy's self-gratifying terms. There's no value on how much they're worth to you and what they mean to you. I bet you do anything to protect them. Give your life to save them and do whatever it takes to avenge them. In thinking about what I've just brought to your attention, you can't sincerely believe real women, real women, has intimacy with a man whom she knows has no intentions on being more than a late-night booty call whenever you you so desire. Really, if you're looking for a little fun without stipulations, there are ladies out there who can accommodate all your requests, probably cheaper than a deluxe big breakfast from McDonald's. I've been told many other men at one time or another. Had I... Had... Had I... <laughs> had the same dilemma you're having. These ladies don't require getting to know you or them, you or you, them, you, back it up. These ladies don't require getting to know you or you, them better. They won't argue when you ask them for whatever you want, when you want. And you don't have to deal with the self-righteous babble about marriage and commitment. These ladies that you can, you know, these ladies, they don't argue for what they want from you. It's no big deal. It's quick and on the run. And and also, it's queasy. It's quick, easy, and it's the way you like it. No feeling, no high expectations. And on one last note, there won't be any charges brought up against you with no pending investigations. Think about it and consider it. When I wrote it, I was saying, you know, you have to consider that. Just like Brian said last night, he's like, "Well, when when does a man not know? When do he? When does he know? You know, I think, you know, I must honestly say, I can say that some people might be clueless to understand when a person is uncomfortable, but I tend to think most people, when it's happened to me, they know when you're uncomfortable. You know, they know when they're making you uncomfortable, and that's not really cool. And then if in fact that they come at you and that they want, you know, they 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 for whatever reason, you know, repeatedly chase after you and then they get you in a position where they, where it's like you owe them something. And that's what I say to a lot of girls out there. You know, we got a lot of pivots, you know, all the, you know, these gold diggers out here, you know, working away, you know, you guys got game, you know, but it's also long that your game will run out because you run across, you know, a brother that, you know, might just say, just like what you guys were talking about. Maybe in a sense, I think that's what happens, you know, because I could I could see where a guy could kind of get mad. But then when I wrote this, I just wanted guys to know, you know, think about this. It's not my decision to keep you out of jail or it's not my decision to keep you out of the law's hands. 
It's your decision to keep your hands to yourself. With that, what do you have to say, Jay? That somebody tried to pick you up with some chicken and didn't didn't respect the lines. That's what I think. Uh, the if I if I read it correctly, or were you being creative in your story? I was being real. Oh, okay. And oh. I heard you mention McDonald's too. Well, yeah, but, but, no, because I had to throw that out there, because you know, so, you know, because you get the guys that be like, you know, they they don't want a relationship, you know, because you know, I was kind of, you know, guys say, well, I don't want a relationship, I don't want this, I want this, I want that, it's fine, okay, well, I don't, I don't have sex with you, but I don't, you know, I don't even like you, so I won't have sex with you. So if I don't like you, then I won't have sex with you, right? So you know, we're back and forth with this, and you know, woo do woo do woo, and you know, so I had to throw it out there. Well, you know what? If it's all like that, and then wait, hold up. You should have told me that time that you was taking a girl to, you know, Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> and let's keep it real. Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> Hold up. Dinner and a movie? Come on. That doesn't buy you, you know, to, you know, <laughs> that didn't get you. I mean, come on. But you know what I have to say? And you can honestly admit, some fellas speak like that, too. It's like, well, I took you out? Well, you know what you're going to give me? You know, and then they don't tell you that. That's what I, that was my biggest that was my biggest thing is like you know what you know if you're gonna approach a, a woman like that and, you, and you're gonna make this kind of deal you don't want to have anything to do with her on a relationship basic you know just walk up to her and say hey you know let's do I, I I figure like this you're bet you you got a better shot at just coming out of asking a sister something and going ahead and getting that shut down right then and there than you you know get you know in a situation where you know Bye, you're just like huh. Then buying the chicken and wasting that. Just get right to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, or better yet, come on, there's there's ladies out there, the kind of ladies you're looking for, and they're quick about it. They don't need to know your name, and they don't want all the extra, and you probably get three for five or ten for ten on that one. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, someone said to me, someone said to me, was like, oh, that was kind of wrong, right? That was a, no, it, it wasn't really wrong for me to say it because it, it's not promoting anybody to go out there and sell their body because I wouldn't say that to anybody. All women should have respect for their body. And, you know, they should treasure their body. That, I mean, come on. You don't need a man or anyone else to tell you how to take care of your body. Your body is your temple. Now, if you let everybody want to roam all over, that's your business. It's fine. You you do what you want. But a lot of reasons when we grow up from from being little girls, you don't know what the life that, that she has traveled. You don't know what she has seen. You don't know what she's blocked out. And so you run into a... You know, it's not really like she's a psycho chick. It's just a case of she has issues with men getting in her space. Now she go out with you. She'll sit in the house with you. She'll sit on the couch with you. But, you know, when you get in her space, you know, my girl used to say, she used to say, you have hang-ups. You have sexual hang-ups. And I guess to a certain extent, too, you know, once you have, you know, uh, you know, you do, you know, that, that that's why a lot of women, you know, do have sexual hang-ups. And I can say I can attribute my sexual hang-ups to that too. You know, it's it's just that. And the more and more that I sit, I sit, and I'm talking about it right now. You know, that that's that whole, that's that whole. You know, you have the women who act hard and they come off kind of strong. You know, like they big bad. But then, you know, even I must admit, the kind of aura that 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 particular thing has on me does have me come off like that. You know, like, yeah, you're like, what? What you want to do? <laughs> you know, you know. What I mean, and you looking at me, and you know, we, 
and you know the tussling and all the extra. You know that right there is just, you know, say you know the girl's eyes were saying yes and she was saying no, but if the girl is pushing you and you know fighting and you're tugging and she's pulling and you pull, she's she's you're pulling, she's pulling. You know, I mean, come on now, come on. Some of that, you know, I think that's kind of you know back in the teenage days when you know high school or whatever, you know, that's one thing, you know. But, you know, now that we're older women and, you know, when a, you know, just like how you guys always represent that, when a man says what he says, he means what he says. That goes for women, too. You know, everybody has that right to say what they want to say. I don't care. You know what? You know, I guess Cherokee was right, too, about that. It doesn't matter what you wear and all the extra, you know. I mean, I wouldn't say go outside asshole naked, but the case is, that still, if you did, that still gives no one the right to violate you if you don't want. And don't tell anybody that they look like they did. Because you're full of it. That's just totally full of it. And there's a lot of guys right now serving some time for just that. You know right from wrong, we all. You know, I don't care what. It ain't even about religion, right, Jack? Because you know you're not that. You know we don't even go there on that one. I got God dollars having bucks, but I don't preach a good sermon on it. But the deal is, not even about all that. You know right from wrong, you know, unless you're the jungle book boy or girl and you was raised in the jungle and there were lions and tigers and elephants raising you or whatever and they, <laughs> you didn't know English, you know, whatever, or you don't understand, you know, human behavior. Animal behavior, okay. Take it on out to the jungle. Do it in a circus. But in real life, come on, we need to get serious about that. That's an issue, you know, and... uh just like the caller said, I know the caller. The caller said yes. He was like, well, David Carradine was one of his, you know, you know, he's like somebody was in the room with him. You know, yeah, you can have you can have all kind of, you know, fetishes, but you know, in the case of when fetishes go wrong, when you just take what your fetish pushes you, compels you to do, and you say, well, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. You know, and then. It's a wash, and it could be a freedom, and it could be a devastating situation for the girl as well. So, you know, people need to take heed. Uh, parents need to watch their young daughters going out here on these days, and their young sons. Talk to them about sex. Talk to them about, you know, all of that. You talk to them about how they should behave. Teach them traditional ways. Teach them how to behave. Uh, you know, mannerable. You know, I know that's that. That's like a shot in the dark. You know, these days. Uh, teaching a child or telling these young people because you got the man telling you if you're whooping them, you're going to jail and you can't even whoop on them, you can't do this, you can't do that. But then when they get big enough to do some shit, then the police is going to be whooping on them, tasering them, and shooting them up. So it's either whoop their asses now and, you know, tell them like this. Like I told about call the police. By the time they get here, you'll be a wash. Here it goes there. It's either me or them or the cops because the cops really ain't going to give a damn about how they gun you down in the streets. Period. So somebody has to. Do, it better be yet the parent to do this. Hold on, I got, uh, I got. You know what I mean? And it, we can do this. This is not a hard thing to do to teach the girls and boys, and you know, to blow up. I got a caller out there. Let me go ahead and touch, touch them and say hello. Hello, how are you live with Gina's Group Theory? Who's out there? This is Frederick Gina. How are you? Oh hey, Frederick. I'm blessed and impressed. What's going on? How you doing, Fred? Oh, it's a real nice show. I'm liking it. I'm listening, and I'm like, it's the first time I've called in, and 
Excellent. Well, thank you very much. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about aggressive men and how they are just like trying to take it up. Actually, actually, it's more so this show is the top. The show is Innocence Lost. Um, it's the secrets behind, you know, uh, what happens to women and the reason why women are the way we are and some of the issues that we do and where it leads to. You know, um, it's a serious topic. Uh, it's it's just to open up some eyes, open up some doors. Like I said, it's going to be an episode for, you know, July 31st episode, I don't know. This episode is going to be just. It's. It's. I was talking. I was talking today, and I was brought to tears because I had to really realize, you know, when you know someone has is hurting so bad, right? And you know mm-hmm. the reason why they're hurting. Correct. And you've known them all your life, and then you know what happened to them, and then you can see the reason why they do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Because they're hiding things, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, uh, all, all all vices are in some cases not just people who can socially drink or or smoke dope, whatever the case may be, whatever you do. It's not always a sociable thing. It's some people out there who they they use it to numb themselves, and uh, it's it it just. It just made it just really kind of got angry about it because I look at me, I'm a mother, and uh, I have no respect for any anybody that would uh, hurt a child anyway, any means. There's just not enough excuses uh, for a person to come up to me and tell me, and but then also with that. Just because you are a victim of that doesn't mean that you're going to grow up and do that to someone else. Just because, you know, some people say, well, uh, the molester usually was molested. Someone did it to him or her or whatever, and that's why she did it, you know. know, That's not even the case because I can testify to that's just just a mess. You know, that, that... I don't know what it is that ticks in that, those people's heads that make them do that. But for me, I would say anything that was directed towards that way sickens me. Sickens me. There's nothing I could see doing that. So that's what the show is about. And and like like I said, eight out of ten women. At some point in time in their life, it's gonna come across. And like you guys know about civil. And just like you guys know about civil, she she succumbed to all three of them. You know, she was beaten. That touches the domestic violence. She was raped. That touches this sexual abuse. She was murdered, and that just touched the whole new plateau. And you know, just an an, an acknowledgement of uh, her. You know, uh, she wasn't fortunate to see another day. So, with that, 
this show, if anything, like I said, it's gonna bring it's gonna bring a lot of questions. Some people are gonna leave the show tonight and be like, they have questions, they might have questions about me, they some may have some guilt. But hopefully, most importantly, we have some closure. And uh like I say, anybody who wants who's out there who wants to voice their opinion, you you guys know you can just touch me and I'll either speak for you or you can be anonymous. Uh, you guys don't have to. Uh, I got you. I got you. If I can do it, and this is kind of hard for me, then I got it. I got this. So, uh, with that, say what, Fred? That's excellent. That's excellent. Oh, that's yeah. outstanding. That's very, very good. Very good. I'm going to check in with the time. It is now 11.52 p.m. It is August 14, 2012. This is KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. This is Gina broadcasting live to you here in Long Beach. Yes. Out here with my good friend Jay and also my new friend Fred. It was really nice for you to join tonight. Well, very, very impressed, very impressed, believe me. You know, when you were texting me earlier, you know, I was I was asking you, like, what you know, what you want to do? You do that. I mean, because when I set up for the show, I just mm-hmm. you know I do share, right? You know I do my mm-hmm. show. I do my show here at home. Okay. You know that, right? Yeah. So that's that's why I was asking you earlier. Oh, I know. Yeah. Fred, since Live you're out interview. here, what did you say? Live interview. <laughs> Look, uh, since this is your first time on Gina's Groove Theory, you got any shouts out to anybody? Anybody you want to give uh, a hello to uh, any loved ones or, you know, anything you would like to add? So more people get involved and get on your station because I'm going to spread the word. It's an outstanding thing. I first remember I've been on the internet radio, and it's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent, excellent idea. Um, you've done some tremendous things. You've always been... Successful woman and always, always surprising me. But this is really over the top. All I can see is this going forward. And really glad I got a chance to finally just give me a call, talk to you a little bit about this. And what was the topics change? You know, I'll, I'll call in more and discuss things with you. Well, you know, you just live next door, so you know you should have, you could, you could have just came on over. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the living room, you know, chilling, huh? Okay, well, I'll give you a holler. That's what you should have did. You, you know what? Some of my guests come in and they sit inside, or either they call from wherever they are. Since it's internet radio, I, I'm worldwide, right? So, you know, Ooh. anybody who, well, yeah, you know, anybody that can, you know, go on to their computer, log into Blog Talk, pull up Genius Group Theory, bow, there you go. There I am. Uh, oh, and on Facebook, you can, uh, well, I don't know if you have any access to a computer. I don't I know you live next door, but I don't know what your get down is over there. But uh, I don't know if you have Facebook and so forth. But you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, I really thank you, thank you for for coming. I, mean, I know I've been sending you texts for ever since we ran back into each other. Yeah. I saved them all. You saved all of them. All of them. Yeah. That's a blow up. That's outstanding. <laughs> No, you know what? Uh, I I do this. I, I'm doing this. I was Fred. Uh, I don't think we haven't talked about how I even got in, uh, involved in doing um, this this radio show in the first place. 
Um, actually, I did a, a co-host with my, my niece and nephew. I saw them today, sat down with them today. Um, uh-huh. it, was, it was it was that it, it was a part of what I dealt with with my family today that uh, uh, that moved me today, and you know just just the uh, just 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 what I know what I feel in my heart about about mm-hmm. this particular thing, and and then you know when I know about my loved ones and I know about people that I really care about and uh, the reason why they do the things that they do. You know, people have to understand, you know, pretty I much. Understand. That's great. <laughs> really? No, no, people need to understand there's all kinds of reasons why a woman would do this, a woman would do that, or why she's a standoffish. You know, uh, my best friend told me, she was like, you're standoffish. You know, she would say, I'm standoffish. And I said, I'm not standoffish. You know, I, I never appeared to be mean, but I guess, you know, I do have my, my way and Plus, with all my lovely loved ones, all those lovely loved ones that are, who, are, who are out there probably listening right now, you know, like they say, I am, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cut up. But the case is, you know, uh, you know, I had to really, you know, admit yeah, like, that. What? No, so I want people to get polite. We just found a cat. <laughs> oh, are you talking about your neighbors? Hey, you know what? What's what's going on? Well, where are you living next door, by the way? Right next door is. Is this some type of uh, transitional home, uh, sober living? It's a brand new place to start it, and it's beautiful. If you come check it out, it's a great place. It's gorgeous. Just stay in the yard. Excellent. You love it. Is it actually this house that's right next door to me? No, no, that's another one. That's going to be another one. And then there's one on the other side of me that's going to be another one. So there's two. Uh, that's woman to uh, woman, I know, yeah. Both uh, Woman to woman, uh, and then that was woman to woman, and right. before that it was a Native American uh, house too. Um, so which okay, there's an uh, well, if I look, I'm looking at my kitchen window. Let's say I don't yeah, see anything yeah. new. I don't no. see nothing new. Uh, is it? Tell, give me some information about it, you know, because I'm not really too much on the not to go off topic, but I'm not too good on the uh, you know sober living and transitional. Is this a good place or you know? Is it just one of those down low? No, no, it's very nice. That is a state of the art in Kalochi. They've done a beautiful job here. This is their first, the first uh, time doing this, and they're doing an excellent job. They have uh, covered all bases with, uh, with the attitude that they've taken here. It's just starting, and it's just going to, all it's going to do is expand bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just an excellent idea that they did here. So uh, I'm really pleased with what they did here. And you definitely have to. Come and see this place because it is definitely the spot. Is it men or men and women or what? Both. Is men Both. and women? Yes, it is. Are they what four 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 men beds or two men? No, men six. You, it's a big place. It's really large. And okay, how many is, how many persons to a room? Oh, six. Two, four, six. Yeah, six. Two, four, six. Yes, about six. Or it could be bigger, but but you could keep it about six. Right well, now, how much? Huh? And you, you, there's different types of there's different type of entities you can pay. You can come in, you can pay, um, you can pay just the rent. You can pay the rent. You can have the food and with a chef. You can have a chef that cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Which Are you serious? Yes, he's out. Yeah, a lot of you. No, no, he's an outstanding <laughs> chef. Just wow. really good, very good. And I like that. Diane, she's a manager, and that her daughter lives here. It's, it's all types of people. Gorgeous people. There's people that go to study the book hard. They're very, very 
involved in their sobriety here. They take it very serious here. So, you know, it's just not anything to play with. And right it's, on. Uh, yeah, it's all types of people. People that have never had a chance are now just getting forward and moving forward and taking a big step and getting everything they need to, to go forward in life, to gain mm-hmm. the things that they need to move forward. As a human being, right. To get on their own. The people that are in different, different places like myself that were doing a depression. And there's all kinds of areas. And she... And she has all entities. They deal with all types of different recovery groups from all over the uh, L.A. County. They're both caseworkers, professionals, so they both know what their, you know, their capabilities are and the the distance that they can range that they can grab with grasp with a person. So it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty outstanding. Believe me, it's and the people here are all very different and very challenging, and all very go getters. So okay. I, I want to get, get some of these people on the radio with you sometimes so you can talk to them because they're very, very, you know. Well, very, you know what? That, hey, you know what? That's what I'm all about pretty much. You know, I'm glad that you're telling me. I want you to give me a little bit of information on that because we're going to get back on subject. After after you give me this this information, I'm going to go ahead and check in time, and I'm going to go ahead and play um, you know play some music, and I'm going to go ahead and grab me something to drink. And um, while I'm doing that, uh, I want you to shoot me, shoot me that because, like I said, most of my callers, uh, are not all in the Long Beach area because they, you know, they spread from, you know, I even got listeners in Germany, so, and, you know, like I, you know, so, bottom right. line, you know. And then let me go ahead and check in with Jay and see if the baby is quiet yet. Okay, and then I'll, I'll, I'll get back with you. Oh, hey, oh. hey, what's going on, Jay? Asking, he said that they have to pay for the space. Do they have to pay for the stay? Yeah, he was talking about where he's staying, and he said there's six people to the room, and that I think he said they pay money to stay there, right? Yes, 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 they do. The different price. Frederick, are you still out there? Okay. Oh well, he, he's he's okay. out it. You know what? Pay, but I can always send him a text. He's just yeah, ready. That would be interesting to note whether it's a nonprofit that is profiting from these people. Or if it's a reasonable amount, you know, twenty five dollars a week, maybe cool. If they're spending, you know. did he say it was biweekly? Because this was biweekly. You know, that would be kind. Of, that would be something new, biweekly. Yeah, whatever the cost is would be interesting because if yeah. people are in transition, they shouldn't be spending, you know, a huge amount to transition. Otherwise, they never transition. Well, see, that's that's the deal. When I was on your radio show, oh, and let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let me let me go on and give you your dap, okay? My now you being my competitor. Jay is now my competitor and he is running the black emergency radio show mega amazing on Blog Talk Radio and now we're dueling. So much love to you. I was on his show this morning. Great show. Like it. It was nice. I went ahead and posted it on my Facebook and I liked it. Yeah, so you guys check it out. Yeah, you know, you're not. I'm not your competitor. I've been in radio before you were born, little girl. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said that. Well, you know, is. we're in challenge. Okay. You were, you were still shooting marbles when I was on the radio. What you talking oh, about, Oh my girl? goodness. Okay, so you're okay. So we're on a light note. Okay, so I was shooting marbles. Whoa. Okay. Well, I didn't know that you were. You know, in between my fingertips, That's old marble. With that, right? Yeah, you're wrong with that one. <laughs> but much love, though. But you did say, you know, but how many, by the way, let's go ahead. Let's check in. It's 12.03 a.m. It is now August 15th. Happy birthday, Brett. 
happy birthday, Bishop Fred, out there driving probably that big right. 22, what is that, 22-wheeler up that five. Much love. Your sister sends you a birthday wish. Uh, we can sing him a song. A, you know what? Happy I just, birthday I, to I know that. you. I might sing it in the village in village format. Or I'll, t- I'll, I'll fill you in on the, the way the village sings happy birthday. It's a cut up. But, um, you can rap it for them. Gina, what do you think? Happy birthday, Bishop. Oh, happy birthday. Come on, oh, you're so silly. Oh. Okay, you know what? On this break, I'm going to go ahead and touch him, and I'm going to tell him you out here clowning for real. Okay. Um, let's yeah, you had me scared when I first called. It was a serious conversation. I didn't know what to say. I was like, man, I got to fill up. I felt like I was at a funeral. Oh, my God. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Eddie Murphy at a funeral. What do you do? You know, just get the hell up, Negro. Well, as long as it wasn't anything about, yeah, come on, you know, whatever got your attention. Mm, we don't even want to say. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play, I'm going to play a cut. Is there something you want to hear today? Hello? 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 Is there something that you want to hear? Oh, come and see yes, that you're... You're black emergency, so I can pay for What'd you say? I want to hear a birthday song for my friend Bishop. I'm oh. calling for Mexico. You're calling for Mexico? Okay. Yeah. Oh, birthday song? Well, you know, I ain't got. Oh, you know what? I ain't got no birthday song, but you know what? I can play something that he likes. Shout out. Okay. Ese. Bueno. Muy bueno. Ese. Oh, you're a cut-up. You're a cut-up. So what has gotten in, into you? What are your stats like, my brother? Oh, those stats, statistics, I keep them, you know. My accountant only looks at them. I don't disclose no, them no. to the competition. No, no. How many, how many, how many? <laughs> what are those stats looking like over there? Uh, there? There are just so many stats that I just don't want to stress you out more, so I'll just leave it Oh, really? There. But oh, you didn't walk. Okay. I guess I go on Blog Talk and take a look for myself during the break. Booyah, blue yeah. You can only see some of them. Some of them are just, you know, when you log in. So you'll okay, see a few of okay. them, but just don't get stressed, okay? Just have some coffee, relax, and don't get overly stressed. I know, I know. I, I'm so scared. I'm over here shaking in my in my boots. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm frightened. Okay, you guys. It is, I'll be what? Okay, All right, you'll I'll, be fine. Yeah, I'll get with you in two and two. I'm going to go ahead and represent. This is Gina's Groove Theory. <laughs> you just hold on, Jay. I'll be back to you to handle you and swoosh you onto the side. <laughs> but, yeah, much love, though. Black Emergency is a powerful show, and uh, it's for all people of all, uh, let's say, races, colors, creeds, with different ideas, you know, bringing it up, you know, because Jay is another person like myself who, Believes in community, and he'll give his all, even if it breaks him, to take care and do something that can bring us together. So with that, we're going to go ahead. Jay, you go ahead and hang on in there. I'm going to go ahead and touch my brother. Uh, happy birthday, my brother. But I know he likes that zap thing. I can just remember him rolling in the Cutlass Supreme on the laces and voles. Much love to you, brother. Here you go.
Got off the phone. Hey, it's uh, now in twelve eleven a.m. Uh, August fifteenth. Happy birthday, brother! I just got the phone with the bishop. He said he'll be out and about. He's just rolling that truck and kind of getting it parked. You know, he don't want to be on um, Gina's groove theory. You know, rolling that big two twenty two what wheeler. You know, it might run over somebody. So he said he'll be touching with us in uh, two and two. And uh, he thanked you very much. So he's going to be looking forward to you singing Happy Birthday, Jay. I'm going to go ahead and play another little cut because I didn't get a chance to grab you no know, water. So with that, I'm going to send this out to, let's say, nothing even matters. Right. Oh, oh, oh. 
nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all. Your love makes me so ten feet tall. Without it, I go through withdrawal. Cause nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. These buildings I'll see.
the the bigger issue is the power, meaning the person concludes that if I buy this person a slice of pizza and some chicken wings, there's an outcome that I can get. In this case, the outcome is sex. In some cases, the outcome may be I want to buy this house, so I'm going to take the person out for a nice dinner. Uh, So my point being that sex as a tool is the problem, not sex itself. Buying the house isn't the problem. It might be that you don't need the house. Okay. Uh, the just doing something to get to get the house. The house being so, you know. So you say you say he might not just want to buy no chicken wings. He might want to buy a house. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> Blow up. I know they'd be like, "Hey, I thought of this." Oh, it's gonna no, turn into comedy. No, my point is that it's, the, it's about to turn the, into what? comedy. Now this is a serious <laughs> comedy. Blow no. up. Now, well, yeah, rephrase but, that for me. Yeah. What, what, what was that? He might just no. want to buy a we, I say that sex is not a problem. The problem is why is it not a problem? Are compatible. No, why is it not a problem? Point. It's not a problem it because problem? if two why? people don't want to, I'm telling you why. Well, that's if two people. That's, that's if two people. But if one person, that. we're talking about one person. We're not talking about Jay. We're I'm talking about. You're being politically correct. Let's uh, let's cut the bullshit. Let's act like we're on black emergency and everybody is the enemy. Look, <laughs> keep it real. We're talking about one person who wants something. Only one. It's not two people. Cause no, but there you go. I you're said, you're like, I two people want. We're not talking about two people. We're talking about one, either being yes. the woman or the man, who's been taking the other one out, and they expected some dividends. But, Gene, you know? I did indicate, I did in my response no, say that mm-hmm. if the two people are into oh. it, it's fine. If the two aren't, then that's a problem because one is into something that the but other that, one is But, no, what uh, she asked was, well, what do you think that would feel like if a man was to I feel, feel like, cheap? It, it would, would you feel like, it wouldn't, bother, no. it wouldn't bother me in the least like, if yeah, I'm not it, into it? You got to give me some ass, honey. No, but it wouldn't bother me. I got me. you a big Mac and a large fry. What? No, it wouldn't bother me for some chicken wings because if you're into it, whether it's for chicken wings or an expensive meal, you're into it no matter what. No matter if the person buys you one chicken wing or takes you to the most expensive restaurant. You know what I mean? It's, it's to me, that's my Hell yeah, it makes a difference. Okay, now let's not turn this into comedy. Because you, <laughs> you know I'll cut up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a, okay. Does it make a difference between McDonald's and uh? They make no uh, difference. you know, if Janet Jackson calls up and says, "Hey, dude, check it out. I'm taking you for some chicken wings and half good. We're gonna do the nasty." Versus, I'm taking you to a restaurant. They be like, "Yo, you can take me for friggin' dog biscuits. Let's get it on." That's Janet. That's Janet Jackson, but you know that would never happen. But the case is, that's Janet Jackson. Hell yeah, I'll probably go. Can I get a chicken wing too? I mean, come on. She's rolling? Shit, come on. That's anybody would go for that one. But the case is, see, you are so good at it. You are such, oh, my God, your etiquette is so beautiful. But the question is, let me rephrase it. Now, you know you are the, you're the biggity bomb when it comes to expression, knowledge. Come on now. Come on. You can work with me on this one. If the one person or the other expected, I don't care if it's a dinner at norms. I don't care if it's at Taco Bell. If she, if you got him or her a Nacho Bell Grande with extra meat, easy on the beans, and extra cheese, right? Now, it doesn't make a difference what it is, but when you get stoned later on in the evening, you know, it's like, hey, I bought you a Nacho Bell Grande uh, 
But can a sister get? You know what I'm saying? Can a can a sister get a little love? Uh, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. You full, ain't yeah. you? You full, right? You I got know. extra. You got extra meat, right? Yeah. Extra water. <laughs> yeah, and I got you a Pepsi with no ice. Come on. Now you got to pay up. How you gonna feel? <laughs> well, if it wasn't mentioned up front, then it feels like hello. Damn. Yeah. Uh, if it was mentioned up front, then it's all good. Listener, I had to go through all that to get to that. I'm oh, sorry about forgetting you, but I had yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, mm-hmm. if it wasn't mentioned, then it's a problem. And if it wasn't mentioned, you say, well, check it out. Why don't I pay you back for the two chicken wings? And for the fourth one, I'll pay you back in a month on a payment plan. You know, just pay it back and break out. Pick up your sneakers and run. That's all. Like I tell you, ladies, you see the storm coming. Don't wait till it's just up on, upon you. Run, girls, run. Okay, listen, I got that out of it, and I think that's just pretty much what you wanted. And that's realistically, come on. If the person doesn't tell you up front, I mean, that's where you get these, that's where you get these old uh, date rapes and all this, because, you know, the guy, you know, now I've heard of men being raped too. Let's give it up for the men out there. They don't want to tell nobody. But, you know, that men have been raped too. You know, I mean, get in a situation and get raped. It has happened. I mean, you you believe that, right? There have been men yeah. that have been raped by women, right? I think, yeah, and by chimpanzees like Michael Jackson. Okay, come on, don't be talking about Mike now. No, you put his his monkey. No, yeah, never mind. I, I, I'm oh, sure oh, that's what happened because that dude. Bestiality, bestiality is against the United States <laughs> laws and legislation. We can't talk about animals having sex with. Oh, you get it? You serious? Yeah, bestiality. You don't know that. Please. No, I'm talking about on air. Um, uh, even if those bestiality, I don't give a damn explicit as it may be. When you're talking bestiality, incest, and stuff like that, those are what they call taboo talking. Oh, oh yeah, oh, for sure. That. Oh, you don't know that? Come on. You can't talk about monkeys and, and chickens and Italians and women and horses and stuff like that. You can't talk about it. It's a, no, it's against it's taboo. Yeah. Taboo. Look it up right quick. So you yes, can go and give me good. so you can go and give me my dap. FCC regulated. Oh, but on Eastern time. New York time. <laughs> so while we cutting up they are you know you know what. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So so seriously, um that's what we pretty much wanted you to say. The bottom line is that in in some cases that's you know, you get a lot of cause come on out now you said this the other night when we were talking about the mess men do men tell the truth all the time? I mean, do they are they up front? Uh, listen here, girl. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take you on a date. We're gonna go over here to Red Lobster. We're gonna go for Red Lobster. I'm gonna take you over here to the movies. We're gonna go for the movies. We're gonna have a little drink, cocktails at the Mardi Gras down here with the whoop. And uh, after that, I, I want some. You don't have to give me some up chuck up chuck the booty. <laughs> All right, now you know. Many now I know if a guy come on if a guy, if guys just came off like that, you like you want to up chuck the boogie at the end of the night. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you it would be a lot of less dates. It's like, oh no, I'm not. What McDonald's motel? <laughs> the three M's. You got me messed up. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't even. I, with, I don't. I don't. What? Using a coupon too. Two for one. 
I only go to Motel 6, okay? And they leave a light on for me when I get there. Now, come on now. You know girls will be like, mm-mm, that's all right. Because I, I, if guys are more realistic like, hey, okay, I'll take you out to dinner. Or we'll do it. You want to go out to dinner? They just say dinner, and then the extra comes later. So, I mean, right? Am I right? Some of your friends are hound dogs, right? Some wouldn't, Am I right? Some wouldn't care, though. Some, some people, if they're into it, you know, the other stuff. I think it depends on the person and their if the, A, if they're into the person, and B, what they consider, you know, uh, a Blow reasonable up. date. Because some wouldn't care about the money, because sometimes if you look at the money, then you say, well, the more expensive the, the, the food, then it's almost like prostitution. So it, it depends on the person, really, and their, you know, psychological perspective on relationships, money, stuff like that, you know. Well, you know, go ahead, and oh, that was so very sweet and so very... Literally correct too, but that's a bunch of booyah. Because most of the time, when you're going on the first date, second date, third date, nobody really likes anybody. Really, the girl might. Uh, well, we might be. Oh, he's kind of cute. He's nice. He's sweet. Unless he's one of those tagger alongers, those stalker type dudes that keep coming back <laughs> and you can't get rid of. You know, okay, you want to go out? You want to go out? <laughs> you know, that stalker type dude that keeps asking you until you just give it. Okay, I'll go out with your help. You know, in that kind of case, it's a different thing, but. And, you know, realistically, you said something about some of your male friends, and you said that some of them, being that they're not married, like you, um, that they are, you know, uh, they don't give a damn about, you know, they, they get into those little entanglements with women, with the, you know, fighting over the panties and can out. Right? You said that. Don't let me have to replay that show for you. Huh? Mm-hmm. And you said they don't care, right? Correct. So if they get locked up and they get thrown away with the key and they're in a big old rape rape uh, rape case and they're doing some time, you gonna send them a care package? Or what you gonna tell? What would you What would you tell the homie when he calls you and says, "Man, you know what? I, I was, and you know, I, she said she looked like she said yeah, but you know the judge said, you know, she was saying no, and I'm locked up. Can Can you uh, hook a brother up and send me uh money on my books?" What are you going to say, Jay, to that friend? I'll send some soap on a rope. (laughs) No, seriously. What are you going to say to the homie? Well, I'll say that sometimes sometimes things are confusing. I'll tell you why. Because sometimes a person will say no, some women, and they mean yes. And then there are others that say yes and they mean no. And so brothers have to be very careful to understand the person before they really, you know, jump into it. Because there are people that like the rough style and there are people that like the soft approach. So with each person, we have to approach it, especially if we're rolling in that world. You know, understanding, okay, they really mean no. They said yeah, but they're not really into it. Uh, you know, because it's not all just what one of us thinks. It's so many different people with different personalities. But I'll send them soap on a rope and, you know, wish them the best. Oh, so. <laughs> So you are you gonna have sympathetic? Are you gonna be sympathetic to him? Or are you gonna you know support him while he's in when he's locked down? Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, if they're a friend, I'm gonna be supportive whether they getting a little problem or not. Definitely, you don't cut them loose just because they're in jail. Because we got enough brothers in jail right now. It's, 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 we all cut them loose. They'll be on their own. Well, that's why I wrote the letter to save at least if I can save one brother from going to jail just because of a misunderstanding. And really, that's what I look at it as, because it leads to, uh, it, it leads from a woman of integrity to uh, 
what I say, a misunderstanding to, you know what I'm saying, possibly some jail time for somebody. You know, just because, you know, I mean, it challenge could be could challenge the ego because sometimes, you know, you tell them, you know, no, you know, it's like, well, she said no, but I'm going to make her say yeah. You know, that kind of thing, too, is right. And it can cause a serious misunderstanding, especially when, you know, it's time. that That's why I wrote it. Yeah. Let men know. You know, I mean, why even get caught up in the, you know, the uh, hype? You know, just like what Flavor Flav, that's one song that I can say I can, uh, it's going to my head right now. Don't believe the hype. Don't. <laughs> no. Don't. Don't no. believe the hype. Don't okay? believe the hype. Like, yeah, yeah, boy. And also, too, like I was told, too, sometimes, you know, we send off signals to, you know, you know, the flirtatious. So I was, I've, been, I've even been, you know, uh, accused of being flirtatious, you know. And I know back in the day I used to, you know, but I, I'm telling you after, I'm telling you after you've been there and done that one on the, on the what, how the, how things go bad, then you kind of look at situations a little bit differently. You know, I mean, uh, you don't want to say that you can't walk outside with what you want to wear on and you don't want to do this and that, but... Ladies, the bottom line is this, you know, sweet, you know, you just can't flirt. I was talking uh, talking to my friend yesterday about this, you know, about the eye-to-eye contact. Okay, you know how, uh, you know, I, I was saying sometimes, you know, you get a lot of looks. Some people get a lot of looks. And, you know, I know from, you know, growing up that I always got a lot of looks. And then, you know, you know, I, I would get offended, you know, because, you know, men, gr- girls, you know, everybody alike would be looking. And I'd be like, what the fuck are they looking at? You know, and then you get that old, what are they looking at? Well, you know, you get all enthralled in that. But as I got older, you know, I realized that, you know, I walked tall. I'm, I'm, come on, I'm, t- I'm tall as a redwood. I mean, you don't have to turn around and be like, damn, is that a redwood walking like that? You know, you'll turn around and say, gosh, she's tall, or whatever, you know, or, you know, something, is that a man? You know, whatever the case may be, because, you know, I'm tall and, you know, that built legs like, a, you know. So the deal is, you know, I get a lot of that. So, you know. It's like uh, back in the day, I used to get offended, and I'd be like, what are they looking at? And then I realized, you know, after, you know, especially with women, you know, um, they weren't looking at me as, you know, I didn't have to react to them looking at me because I found it it was really a useless, uh, a useless waste of time. Objectively. Yeah, I mean, because I look back at her, bitch, what you looking at? What you looking at? I came to terms that, you know. You know, I'm walking. I look at myself up and down. It ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm like, they're just, you know, they're going through their thing. So it's like, okay, I don't even pay attention. So now when it comes to someone coming behind me, I am, you know, alert of my surroundings. But when it comes to, you know, I die, you know, I, I don't even get into that simply because it's like, come on, what are you going to say to this person who's giving you a look? Whatever case the look it is. You know, life is too short to even be tripping off of that. And sometimes, you know, I hate to say it like this, but sometimes people just want to be you. And so how they do, you know, and girls especially, and I noticed this as I got older, they be sitting there just talking shit, like, you know, just talking shit, you know. And then, and, and look, you know, I'm tall, I'm, you know, and then just depending on how whatever I'm wearing or whatever I'm looking like, whatever, they they looking and they like, they, they hate me. <laughs> kind of so, hate to say that, girls. Hey. When brothers see each other, sometimes one will say, yo, what you looking at? You can just be not even looking at them or saying, oh, okay, he's got some fine shoes on or whatever. Uh, but it's a black thing, I think. I don't see white people doing that to each other, what you looking at, um, you know. So it's okay if people look at you. Now, if you're with someone, for instance, 
someone that you're dating or with your daughter and somebody's looking at them, I have a problem personally with that because that's, that's a blow up too. Lot. Yeah, that's a problem. But other than that, if people want to That's look, a blow up too. Shiver is dead. Shiver is dead. Well, that's a blow up. Well, for your daughter? For your daughter, oh, yeah. yeah. Understandable. So but for your now, for your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you know, look on. You know, I mean, come on. That's what God gave my eyes to see. They're gonna see if your mate looks good or handsome but or pretty. There's a way to do it though. Some people do it in a cool way. I know, they I know. Over. Then other people all up under the underwear. They just like, ooh, oh, and then they go, yo, hold up, no, no, stop the car. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I mean, but even that, you know, come on. You know, I mean. Could irritate you if it's a child or something, but you know it's, it's a girlfriend or boyfriend. It's like you know, I mean, just look at it like this. Oh, y'all looking at him like that? Oh, he must look good. Yeah, he showed it. Come on, baby, let's you know go on and keep it on pushing. You know, because people be like, what you looking at my man for and all that old cutting up? Come on, it's too much. You know, we need to get the communities together around here. We need to be trying to circulate some money around here instead of fighting on the streets. We got enough with the Crips and Bloods and shit, you know. We don't need to be fighting over it. Girlfriends and boyfriends, because really, let's keep it 100. Who is really uh, sanctified in these relationships? I ain't gonna call no names and tell them nobody. <laughs> no, let me stop. But uh, you know, let's say who's sanctified. Everybody, <laughs> you know, like Brian has got to get down. So the deal is, you know, come on. I think your perspective is from the female perspective, but for a man to be out with his wife or girlfriend or a daughter and to have other brothers. Straight up, I don't. I'm not talking brief nights, you know. Oh, the person's checking it out. I'm talking eyeballing up and down, all up in the ass, is really crossing the line. And so that for me is definitely something that I, I'm fortunate I don't run into it much because brothers got to learn to just if you see something that looks good, look and say, oh, that's fine, and then keep bouncing, you know. Don't cross that line because you're gonna run into the wrong person. And Muhammad they, they Ali gonna open up. Yeah. Muhammad Ali going to open up a can of kick-ass on you, huh, huh Muhammad? Who can? Asamah Malinka, my brother. Asamah Malinka, my brother. Salik Salam. Represent it, Mel. Because you know you... <laughs> you know you well, down like Come on. Come on, you down low, Muhammad Ali. Come on, come on, Mom. Come on, Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Yeah, All of know. that. Fly like a but butterfly. From the, like a the conscious vibe, but not from the religious vibe, because it's Saudi Arabian religion. Oh, imperialized my our region. Okay. So I'm down with Malcolm. But when it comes to the religion, I got to go the other way. Oh, well, wait, a, wait a minute. You don't want to boycott? You don't want to You don't want to walk the streets of Montgomery, Alabama with me? But, <laughs> but they no, end that up is cool. Free. But, you know, selling the bean pie to make some other folks rich. You know, I have a lot of Muslim brothers that are my that's friends. Another know. That's another that's, thing right there. I, I could I couldn't help myself, but I know this is, that's like way to the left. But I can't help myself. You know, you're just you're just weak with it. But look, let's go ahead and check in with the time and see what time it is. It, it is now twelve forty a.m. It's August fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Much love to my brother, all you Leos out there who are going to be having birthdays in the next six days or so. Until the who's next? Uh, I do believe Scorpios are next. Until it's time for you guys to roll, and it's going to be your turn for your birthday. Uh, this is Gina's Groove Theory, KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station, live here. We're on the topic of, and we have went to the side, of course, but like I said, just like with July 31st show, 
it's kind of like we you know we we do start series about you know the topics that we talk about but as in just like Jay said, we don't want to be all at the funeral. You know, I don't want to be wandering, crying, and caring out, you know, all at the funeral. And so, you know, we kind of lighten it up. But, uh, yeah, just imagine, though, just imagine how those guys might look at, you know, how you just said how a guy may look at your girl with you there, you know, all up her whatever, you know, wazoo. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that came back from the past. Somebody in my family. I said wazoo. Um, all, all, all that, what you what you did say about that. Um, just imagine if your girl's out by herself and a dude's looking like that. See that right there is the blow up. See, you feel you understand what I'm saying? So just think oh, yeah. if you you understand what I'm saying. Say your girl is out by herself and a guy is checking her out like that. You know that's kind of thirsty, isn't it? Like Dominique would say, that's desperado. Yeah, yeah. You know it. What's going through the mind of a man like that at the time like that could be God knows anything because all men aren't like like Cherokee say they should respect women and that's what they should do just because. But the deal is not all men do. I know I have this brother I talk to about martial arts and uh, every time we're together if a sister passes with a certain posterior benefit, I mean the conversation is just gone. His eyes are just like I'm like yo man hold up hold up we're having a talk here you know so yeah some some folks haven't learned to um, handle that urge in a way that doesn't come off you know immature immature thirsty or serial rapist yeah eye rapist that's the uh, eye rapist well you know like I say you can only stare so hard and stare so tight that before. You know, it's just like, what was it Brian was saying? When, when is a fantasy not a fetish? And when is a fetish not a fetish? Fantasy is what it is. It's a dream. It's a daydream, a night dream, nightmare, whatever you call it. It's a dream. It is what you see when your eyes are possibly closed or if they're open and you're stuck on stupid or some shit like that. But that's fantasy. Fetish is something that you put in motion. And keeping in mind that some people are a little bit more sicker than other people. That's what I say to the ladies. You know, you go out, and you know what, I, I look at that whole poster of a hundred and something ladies left that uh, they're trying to find out if the Grim uh, Reaper, uh, you know, well, right now he's accounting all the ladies. And like, I think that was me and you talking. This. It was a member. How, how, how that is that he's sitting in jail right now. And how he was caught simply because of his grandson or his, uh, I think it was his grandson or his son had got arrested and the DNA or whatever. That's how they caught him after 20, 20 or 30 something years. And right now he's sitting there accounting for all the ladies that he, uh, that he done away with. And, you know, some of them are on that list. I, I know most of you guys have seen that list. The, the, uh, the notorious list of Black women who are still to this day missing, feel feared to be uh, victim to that to, to that man who looked like a normal man, nice house, yard, flowers, roses in the garden, and all that. I think he worked for the uh, police department, if I'm not sure. And uh, you know, right now he's giving them detail to detail where everybody is. And you know, I mean, I think he's at what twenty something. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's why it's hard to judge people by 
their house or their car or their clothes or the way they speak, if they speak like the Queen's English, because the biggest gangsters are wearing the suits and ties and dropping bombs, etc. And on the flip side, it's hard to judge people by their um, sexual activity or their the music they like, you know, if they dance into certain hip-hop, as long as it's not, you know, uh, stuff that's extremely negative to the community. Um, because many times if you break through those typical traditional barriers, we find that you know, some of the people we think are good people are bad, and some of the notions we have of bad people, they may be good people. Um, of course, that doesn't refer to people that are raping, etc. I'm just saying, right there, the Grim Reaper shows you that, you know, all that was a facade. And on the flip side, somebody could be broke walking down the street, look like they're struggling, and they might be a nice person, you know. Well, really, on the flip side of that is this. This is the main thing, though, too, just to get away from the rape itself. On the other side, uh, it's, it's the you know, when a, when innocence is lost and, and when, uh, like I said, eight out of ten women sometime in their life, be it when they were a kid, when they were little, whatever the case may be, and it just get just sickens me to think about it, but those type of situations and traumatic instances, it's like kind of like having PTSD. It's like the Vietnam War. It's like it's like you was in the bushes, you know. Charlie was in the bushes. And, you know, you've been in the bushes and you've been in a hole. And it's like that. And you're seeing your people around you being killed. It's PTSD. It's traumatic. For that to happen to a little person over a period of time, say a little girl or a little boy, especially when it comes to little girls, Sometimes those little girls, and I, no speaking no names, you know, they grew up, either they could be control freaks, they could be so many different ways you can turn out. You can turn out to be a person who is sanctified and you say, you know, because of what happened to you, you know, you, you know, you turn over to God, Christianity, whatever, you know, the case may be, or you could turn out to be promiscuous. And now when I think back, you know, I, I can kind of think, uh, you know, a couple of people that, you know, that I hung out back years ago. Uh, this one girl, for sure, I knew, you know, I knew something happened to her and her sister as they were growing up. And it had something to do with the dad. Cause, you know, I've always had that sense to be able to tell things. And it was the things that she would do. I mean, just uh, like I said, unsavory sexual behavior, devi- sexual deviancy, you know what I'm saying, prostitution, the whole men for money thing, all of that. Then also to the the Gina, the chick with the sexual hang-ups and shit. Then, you know, you got all these different, so many different ways you can turn out, you know. I was looking at the movie Monster the other day. And that I don't know. Have you ever saw the movie The a Monster before? Yeah, the cartoon, right? What? You know, you've been in the house with the kids too long, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, oh no, no, something You're, else. Oh no, that's that's Disney. Pixar. Yeah, I got these kids. All I know is you know, oh, Sesame Street. And get out, Jay. Get out, Jay. Jay, it's a black emergency that you get out the house with the kids. You better get out yeah, and walk, is, in, walk in Central <laughs> Park or something. Get out. That I'm talking about the movie Monster. 
Shalise, the model, now actress, uh, played uh, the woman. Uh, actually, it's it's a movie about a a woman. Well, I, she was the first first woman to die in an electric chair in Florida. Okay, a sister. You wish. <laughs> now that was Miss. Nah, that was know. that was. You know what? The story about a sister was Miss Forty Five. If all y'all out there remember that movie, Miss Forty Five, <laughs> you uh, Cortez, he just you don't know anything about Miss Forty. That was Miss Forty Five. Was the sister with that one? Now this is this it, this was a, a Caucasian uh, lady um, who uh, she she was brought up in a house of uh, molestation, rape, and just bad hard life. All she knew was to be a prostitute. And she met this girl who who was played by uh, with, with the girl from Beetlejuice. Oh, Adam Family, the the one who played the the, uh, the sister, the, uh, the braid. Um, and she fell in love with this girl in this lesbian relationship. And she, you know, to 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 make herself better, she stopped trying to prostitute, you know, because that's what she thought the girl wanted her to do because the girl came from a good family and all this. And so, you know, she was going along with it and, then it was like the girl was a the the girl was kind of selfish. And she was in Casper too. See, she was in Casper. The girl was young and selfish. And then the the woman who was the prostitute, Shirley Theron is her name. Look her up. She's a beautiful woman. In that movie, she, ooh, she was a ooh, she was a monster. She, and that's why I guess that's why they called her monster because she was toe up. She did that to get. I mean, because she's a beautiful woman. She did that to do this part. And uh, this is a true story. She was executed in 2000, this, uh, the, the woman who the, the movie was about. And uh, so she to do everything to please this young girl. Um, and because she came from a, what she thought was an upright family, and they lived in a trailer house. She, you know how they blow things up. And she, she's all, you're hanging with that. And you guys are in a tra- trailer, double wide, that looked like a house, but it ain't. Okay, so they they were kind of like that because that was a blow up. But. Anyways, she tried to clean up her act and she tried to go get a normal job. She didn't have no job clothes for the, you know, interview. She everywhere she went, and she went to the job with the black lady was there. <laughs> you know, I was a blow up. You know, she's like, you know, until she just snapped and then she got on a pair of Indian moccasins, a skirt <laughs> with like a dress shirt and like a sweater tied around. I mean, but she was trying. You know what I mean? She went out to find a real job. Well, she met, you know, and she ended up running into the cop that had arrested her, you know, some, you know, years ago. And, you know, he she owed him, right? <laughs> it's a blow up. She ends up having, the young girl ends up telling her, like, you know, why did you stop hooking? And she, you know, she was lost at that point. She, like, she wanted to make this girl happy. So she went back out there hooking. And I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was the guy who tried to kill. It was a guy, you know, and out there in Florida, in the, in the woods, you know, that's how they take the, you know, the guy in the woods, she, you know, and this guy almost killed her, killed her, he almost killed her, but it turned around for him, and she ended up killing him. And from that, I don't know. She just started killing men. I think she killed a total of six men. Because that man, he beat her and brutalized her so bad. She got away. I don't know. I can't remember how she got out of that. But, you know, she got loose from him and she ended up killing him. And then from that, it just took off. So she ended up becoming the first 
woman to be electrocuted <laughs> in in the wow. in the country. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and you know in the in the trial they argued that you know that what she had been through. And you know she was really you know you really kind of felt sorry for her to an extent, but well Florida wasn't playing, you know, he gave her the death penalty and she was laid to rest in 2000. Um, after I think she when served. She, I'm sorry, but when was she executed? 2000. Because there was a white lady executed in I think 1940 something, who they claim was a communist spy. But you're saying this woman was the first executed in Florida? First executor, second woman executed, or maybe she was first in Florida. Okay, well I'm sure that they're probably not including lynchings of black women because around America they've been lynching us left and right so they're probably talking their way of executing through the government of that's true they say all this stuff like you know first white man to discover the Caribbean and uh, when you find out later they weren't even the first to at that well go ahead and represent for the ones who've been ex- executed that we don't know about go ahead Jay. yeah there, I read a story I mean just so shocking. Um, a sister was pregnant. Her husband was lynched, and she got angry about it. And she told the lynch mob, "Listen, I'm gonna, you know, make sure that you all, um, the law enforcement comes after you also, right?" They got the sister out of her house, took her pregnant, tied her up, burned her clothes off, sliced open her. But anyway, they killed. They stomped the baby and killed her. Put them in a hole. And I thought that was the only time it happened in American history. Come to find out that has happened several times. So recent research project I've been trying to do is get more of that info because, you know, we, we got to share some of the experiences we've had. Um, so that's why I commented about that execution, that electrocution that, um, you know, it has its place. By the way, I don't think they would have electrocuted because the laws have changed. They can't electrocute in America anymore. They have to use um, the poison. They give them, I think, three different uh, toxins, one, one to put them to sleep, one to stop the heart from beating, and the other one, I think, to kill pain, something like this. Uh, so, but, yeah, represent for the uh, all the lynch victims in our country who... Some of the names aren't even known because they were just thrown in a grave and forgotten, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Well, with well, with that, with that, okay, you know, that, that's a, the, you know, that's another topic. Uh, we don't even want to discuss, you know, pretty atrocities, and we're not even on that. That that's just one thing. Um, it, I'm gonna go ahead and represent for the time, and as you guys know, I get that last hour. I'm gonna go ahead and take it out with my outro, right? You guys remain logged in. Make sure that your phones are charged up so you guys can carry out with this last hour with me. We're live here on Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 12.56 in the a.m. It is August 15th. Happy birthday to my brother, Bishop Brett. All the Leos out there representing. Much love to you all. May you have many, many more happy birthdays. And you guys just stay logged in, and I'm going to go ahead and take it out. You know how we do it about this time. It's now 12.57, and... uh I ask myself, and this is what I tell people all the time as we're ending this part of the show, and you guys get those answers, questions, and stuff ready for this next hour. I ask myself what it is that I can do to make a difference, 
and then I call myself on it, and then I test myself. So what you can do is ask yourself what you're going to do to make a difference in your community, in your world, your families, with your love.
Hi, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1 o'clock. You're back here with me on that last hour. I'm going to go ahead and uplift your spirits right quick. You go on ahead and cheer you up a little bit. So we're going to play something kind of funky for you. All right. This is Notorious Big. And what is the group? You know the girls? There they go. Total. Can't you see? You just don't know what you do to me.
everybody. It is now 106 in the a.m. I'm going to go ahead and play one more cut before the end of the night when we're going to take this on and we're going to continue to talk about uh, issues surrounding, uh, you know, innocence lost. And uh, this shout is, this 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 is for you, Jay. You know, my competitor out there, you know, he says he's not my competitor, but, you know, you're going to let me know those stats. You're going to tell me those stats. This is for you. Now, most of the time, you know, it's either for me. I played it for me. I played it for some guys. But I'm going to play it for you. So you better bring your ego after the song is over. Because I'm going to roll you up. <laughs> I got a big ego. Ha, ha, ha. Such a big ego. Uh, uh, uh. I got a big <laughs> ego, she love my big <laughs> ego, so stroke my big <laughs> ego. I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world. Uh, go play the Earl Cup. Everything I throw up, blow up. Talking to the girl, she said, Know what? Grow up. You nasty. I don't understand why they tripping if you ask me. Flow just the nicest. I admit the propane I just spit probably just raised the gas prices. Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me. What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession free and spit refreshingly when I rock the stadium. You probably get sweaty. You should bring an extra tea. Now I'm standing next to J, who's standing next to B. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. That's good for my ego. <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day I played Kobe, I walk up to Puff, and he'd really know me. Coulda let the dream killers kill my self-esteem, or use the arrogance as a steam that power my dreams and my ego. For real, want you to show me how you feel? I consider myself lucky. That's a big deal. Why? Well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't gon' need it. I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets you didn't know was inside. No key for me to lie. It's too big. It's too wide. It's too strong. It won't fit. It's too much. It's too tough. He talk like this 'cause he can back it up. Can 
You're live with Judas Group Theory. It is now 1.11 in the a.m. It is August 15, 2012, representing for Bishop Brett's birthday today on Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, that was my uh, that was my rumble song out to you, Jay. You know, I'm already out of the arena. <laughs> Let's touch Jay and see what's going on. Hello? <laughs> Hello, hi. Yeah, I'm out the arena. Say what? <laughs> Baby won't go to sleep. Oh. Oh. Why don't you sing to him? What's that? Oh, sing to him. I don't. I don't think he likes the songs I was singing or the notes they were oh. on. Maybe he's oh. he's used to hearing, you know. He mixes. Yeah. Mixes. We need Bishop to sing to him. The birthday boy. You're supposed to be singing Happy Birthday to Bishop. I know. He's out there. Bishop it? can sing to. To my son, we, this is a fair exchange here. No, 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 no. You song. said no. You said you were going to sing the bishop for his. Uh, oh, I have. No, I'm not. He's out there. there. He's out but there. As a part of the deal, you know, come on, let's come to some terms here now. Page four, there was a clause that said in exchange, bishop would put his bass voice on a baby song. <laughs> now, don't act like you didn't see that. I sent it to your lawyers, and they agreed. What's up? You know what? You're too shy to be shy for me. Now, come on. You said you were going to sing Happy Birthday. He's out there listening. I told him you were going to sing Happy Birthday. I am. There's no denying that. Okay, well, you know what? Don't don't be surprised if you don't get what you asked for. So, y'all okay? don't leave my baby boy hanging like this. So, it's like that. Oh, well, you want me to sing him Happy What? Happy Say Happy Birthday to the baby. It is not the baby's birthday. Cut it out. No, not a birthday <laughs> song. A baby song. You know, like oh. Oh. he doesn't like my. Oh, you, oh, you want me to? You want me to sing it? Wait a minute! Oh, I'm you done, you done messed up. Done. He's looking you done, at the book. You done, <laughs> okay, you done okay. messed up. Oh, Jay! Oh, Jay! We got a we got a caller out there. You done messed up, my brother. Oh, you don't know. He's you want to say hello? You want to say hello? Oh, you want me to say hello? Uh, yeah, and guess what? He's biting my. Hey, don't bite the, the cable, boy. Well, uh, put, put, it, put, hey, it, hey, easy, easy. put the phone. Okay. Put the phone to his face. Is, is, are you on Skype or what? I'm on uh, my cell phone. Can he hear me? Yeah, he's, he's listening while he bites the headset. No, boy, stop, stop. Well, when you want me to sing him to him, but in the meantime, let's go ahead and touch this caller out here. It's a caller who wants to talk, so oh, you better watch out. Oh, 
Ooh, yeah. You know what? I got a feeling it's for you. Let's say hello. Hey. Hello. This is Dina. Hey, what, you, what, what, what are you doing up there, out there? What are y'all up to? <laughs> oh, hello. 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 Hey, how you doing? We're, we're chilling out here, Bishop Red. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? I, I, I've been listening to y'all, uh, I don't know, for about uh, 40 minutes. And uh, that, that was pretty interesting, uh, what you were talking about, Gina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you were talking about, you know, the um, the females that, you know, uh, in the males that get abused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because that thing is that that's pretty deep. Because that's that's why we're, our society is going through what it's going through now. Because a lot of people have been messed up, and they have no way uh, to express themselves, or no one to talk to about it, or they just hold it in. Yep, that's right. Either so you know, huh? Either they make do the best way they can, and that's what, that's that's where. That's where it's, it's not good because they make do the best way they can, and you know. Well, really well it, it, it's pretty dramatic because you know, I mean, just like uh, other situations, you know, like like okay, for instance, if you if you get your innocence taken away and you're seven years old, you lose a lot of your childhood growth, and 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 you end up. You might as well say you end up messed up in the head as you get older. So you know it, it's really, it affects you your whole life. Can you believe that? Yes. 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 I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I see it. And I'm saying, and, and and then they wonder why, you know. And then on that other issue of men watching women, you know, you know what? Yeah, men watch women, and, and, and men lust for women, and they go after women. But then again, you know what? There's a lot of women wearing a lot of stuff that they need to not have on. <laughs> some of that stuff right there, they, they need to save some stuff for the imagination. You know what I mean? Because uh, you should put those body parts out there. A man's going to be a man. He's going to look. You sound like mama. <laughs> The Gina can do it though. There's a mute in the studio right next to the microphone button. 
very next button will mute the caller. Yeah, yeah, that mute button, but then we, I can't tell, like, when he wants to, like, you know, talk. I mean, in between, you know. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of a blow-up. So, um, and just touch me and let me know when you find the, but, the button. Um, no, he, my brother was the one who told me, you know, because I was in a relationship for, from uh, when Cortez was a little, you know, like an infant, and um, until they got to be like five and six, six and seven, and uh, you know, all those years I was with him, I dressed like a tomboy. I dressed, you know, we wore matching clothes. You know, that was back in the day when they had used and damaged, and you know, I come on overalls. You know, I, I was a cut up. But then, you know, when the relationship ended, you know, and I was a little, you know, devastated, you know, it was my brother that did take me, you know, and he he set me down and he told me about, you know, you know, he told me about myself pretty much. He told me what kind of person I was, you know, how people see me. And it was like a couple hours, okay, a couple hours and a half telling me, you know, you know, you know, just filling me with, you know, really, I guess I was kind of, I don't know, tomboyish or whatever. And he can explain that, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know. You know, it's just what is it? A uh, ugly duckling uh, phase or whatever. I dressed like my boyfriend and everything. Um, so I was in touch with my feminine side. So it took for him to sit down and talk to me and tell me, you know, certain things because you know, like in relationships too, you have that you have the mate that you know uh, discourages and you know uh, you know tries to make you think bad things about yourself to see if he got his mute button working. Because that's another tactic right there. That's that non-verbal. I mean, that's that. That's that abuse. That mental abuse. That you know, because my, my ex-boyfriend would say, "You're you're fat. You're this. You're that." And I, I don't think I ever ever got near fat all those years. Back then, I don't even think I got near. But you know, that's that's how he would say. And took for my brother to say, you know, he you know he just enlightened me. And then from that point on. I guess I, I don't know, a, a Bishop, I guess I took it to the left. I went to the left with that one. And, and so I started dressing like, <laughs> oh, I started cutting up. You know, I was wearing more girly clothes. And, you know, and I got kind of hoochie. Hey, you, know, you know what? You know what? You know what? It, it's okay. You know, it's okay for a woman to, you know, dress, you know, dress attractively. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you got it, wear it, you know. But, you know, what I'm saying is, for these women that, that take it to the extreme, extreme. And I know because I have a daughter that does that. And, you know, uh, sometimes sometimes you have to leave something to the imagination. You know what I mean? Men, okay. men, they, 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 they like seeing what you have, but once they see it, they get bored with it. Why not hide it a little bit? You know, <laughs> hide it a little bit and give them oh, something right to now. think about. You know what I mean? Because, uh, uh, and then, you know, another thing gets me. The main women that say, you know, oh, he's looking at me weird. He's a weirdo. He's this. Well, they're the one with everything out. And I don't get that. I mean, if, if you don't want the, the attention, dress appropriate. Okay. Okay, confession. Confessions of the taxi cab driver. Here it is. This is. Confessions of Gina's taxicab ride. Yes, I am guilty of that. I'm guilty of wearing the itty-bitty clothes and getting mad at a brother for looking. Mm. It's a blow-up. It's a blow-up. 
And yes, you're right. I must say, over the years, you know, oh, I used to catch a attitude. What are you looking at? What the fuck? Is, you know, all that. <laughs> and like he said, you got your booty cheeks hanging out. You know, you got your booty. I have my booty cheeks out. You know, all you can see is legs and hold up. You know, it's something about, I don't know, it, it's something about long legs and oh my God, it's, it's a blow up. So the deal is, yes, I was guilty of that. And then I had the nerve. I, it took me some time to grow up to realize that, come on, girl. Now, you know, looks like what he said. You know, you're coming outside, you know, not leaving too much to the imagination. And then you want to look at a brother in copper attitude. What you looking at? And all that old extra. Just ignorant. <laughs> Just ignorant. It was ignorance on my behalf. <laughs> we forgive you. Because I didn't see. And, and immaturity, too. But then, you know what? I was a caged animal, though. I was sheltered. I was sheltered. You got to admit, Bishop, I was sheltered. I wore overalls. Like I was farming every day, all day. Am I right, Bishop? I dressed like a boy. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's okay to come out the shell, you know what I mean? But like I said, you know, when you're beautiful, beautiful comes from the inside out. That's what I tell young ladies all the time. You know, you don't have to put your body out there on the line because a guy, if he's going to fall in love with you, you know, instead of lust, he wants to know what's on the inside. Love and lust are two different animals. So, you know, that's why I tell women, you know, I mean, don't don't put your goodies out there because he ain't going to know who you are. He's so busy looking at your goodies, you know. He ain't even going to know who you are. He's not going to know what you like. He's not going to know what you want. He's not going to know your dreams. He's not going to know anything but your boots and your butt. I stand by. Uh, yeah, and that's true. Uh, you know what? An acknowledgement of that as well. Um, uh, keeping it 100. This, that's another show, Bishop. But you know what? I, I don't know these days. I don't know if it's a, you know, I I have to beg today. Jay, I, I, no, because you're politically correct. I have to beg to differ. It's not, I don't know. I, I don't want to say this. That you, my opinion is there's not too many, uh, there's not too many grocers in the grocery store shopping with shopping bags. Uh, for me, uh, that I see, you know what I mean. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't even think <laughs> nowadays. Nowadays, I don't think. I don't think it has nothing to do with what you wear, what you're not wearing. It's like then. I mean, well, I don't know. Well, you better tell the women where to get dressed proper and and go to find the good men. It's gonna be <laughs> looking for the homely girl. Church. And, oh, you know well, what? Keep, well, well, keep you know what? They drink you know what? a while in the church nowadays. Oh, honey. Oh, well, well, you know, and and that's real. But, you know, I'm not saying don't dress. You know, I, I just said, you know what? If you got it, front it. Put it out there. But, you know what? Keep the goodies put up. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to wear it right there to the pubic hair. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to go that far with it. That's kind of like going way out, you know, or if you bend over, everything's showing, you know. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, but you can, you know, be sexy with it and, 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 and go with it. We, we live in a modern time, you know, and you have to you have to feel good about yourself, being a woman, you know you know what I mean? And, and another thing, I believe that women should edify themselves. They should say they look good to themselves and not depend on so much these men hunting them down so they feel good. So, you know, that's I promote that. That's a blow up and I think that's kinda of along the lines of what you told me when, you know, where I had my awakening 
as well. Uh, pretty much the same along the same lines. You know, you're just like, you know, you don't know, you know, you just pretty much, you you was, I don't want to even be much about it, but you was, you know, you just, you know, and when you said that, I don't know, I ran with it, and boy, I went from, you know, to Hoochie from that point on. Hey, but, but it's true, you know, I mean, I look it up. You know, I, I I see and I deal with a lot of a uh, lot of different you know people and women and things you know, and and our black women are man they are just man. I mean when I was young you know me I was after everything with a skirt you know, but now that I'm older and I'm mature I look at all the different you know women Asian white whatever and our black women are are they are they're smoking hot that's all I got to say. And, you know, and, and I'm looking at that. I mean, the age good. Their bodies are beautiful. I mean, they don't even have to go to that extreme. They're sexy just being themselves. Oh, no disrespect, though. I saw a picture, ooh, and I got much love for her because I know she's a sister that went through some things, and I know she she stand up for her homies, too. But I saw a picture of Lil' Kim the other day. Oh, my goodness. I was like, whoa, shit, what happened? I don't know what happened. She looks like the the lion lady. You know, the lady who, the, the tiger lady. I think she passed away now, but the lady that had all the plastic surgeries. And... Yep. Look, hey, hey, check out Nikki, too. Nikki, Nikki Minaj. Nikki ain't getting none of that, is she? She gets that stuff? No, she's looking, she's looking kind of old, old and kind of like cracked out. She's not getting no, uh, she's not getting no, uh, none of that. Plastic surgery and stuff like that, is she? No, she, she's looking like she's drying up. Uh, pull her up on the web and you'll see what I'm saying. She's not, you know, she's not full and juicy like she was. She's kind of dried up. Oh, bitch, what do you mean by full and juicy? <laughs> you kind of talking like a foster farm chicken. You're like, she's not warm and plump and juicy like she was. Well, she looks, yeah. a, little de- she looks a little dehydrated, okay, if you want to. We'll, we'll go there. Oh, okay. I, I see what you mean. But in in you know, in sense of that's another thing too. Uh, you know, um, that's another that would be another show, pretty much. Yeah, I know you were disconnected. I owe Bishop a birthday. So you know what? You can kiss my. <laughs> He's texting me. Jay got cut off, right? He said I owe Bishop a, a birthday. Something, whatever. On these nuts. <laughs> no, but anyway, we'll, don't hold. We won't hold our breath, Jay. You might as well hear the rest of the show on blogtalkradio.com but um much love you know I'm going to talk to him after the show anyway you know he's my partner but the deal is uh it's like a we need to we need to really stress i mean what 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 why 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 is i saw her she just she just made me cringe and she was so pretty it's like oh my god has that has that has, is it an epidemic? Is every is it spread from them to us? It's like, well, on the real though, it's like all the lips, the Botox, the you know, face all swollen up, just looking like serious plastic. It's like we don't need a. I mean, really though, we don't need. We might need a tuck, a lift, or a tightening for some of y'all sisters out there that be you know, you know, riding them big ones. But cases, you know, we might need something like that. But uh, I mean, come on, you don't need Botox. You don't really even need. I mean, we're not, like you said, bitch, we're naturally, you know, all different shades, colors. You know, you know, I got a writing that's called The Black Woman. And uh, I'll share it with you guys in the days to come, you know, in the near future. And it, it describes the, the different uh, uh, 
Carmel Delights Mahoganies and that we represent. It's like what happened to where, you know, you know we, you know, women of color, feel that we need to get our lips and buy booties and I don't know. I mean, my goodness. Well, well, you know, it, it, it's just like uh, Nanny used to say. You know, uh, we're sitting, they're sitting out there, they're, they're staying up all night, they're partying, they're living that life, and then they're trying to cover it up with plastic. It ain't gonna help them. You know, uh, you got to get your rest, and you, you know, you got to live right. You want to keep that beauty and longevity. Well, I got to keep it one hundred, though. I mean. <laughs> I don't get as much stress as I need, and I don't do as eat as right as I. I just started eating. The, you know, I can't do the vitamins, but I'll do the triples, people. They're good, but um, you know, I don't do all that. But you know, I mean, still, you know, even our mom, you know, you know, our mom, she was sixty three when she passed away, but she looked at all of forty five, and you know, like people ask me now, they're like, "How old are you?" I'm like, "Now you're a kid. You have a twenty five year old." And well, yeah, you know, so it's like. You know, I don't. You know, we just really never had a problem. I never really known too many uh, women of color who had a problem, unless they were of light, light, light skin color. They, they now they might trick me a, a little bit. You know, the lighter, lighter. But no, we don't really have that problem. So I don't, I don't see there, there. I don't even see there is a time in between, no time from jail time to now that she would have to do so much to herself. It. I think it's a. I think. I think it might represent that that's, you know, that if we don't like ourselves, that we change ourselves. And it's kind of like the DVD says, you know, it's like when we hate ourselves so much that we do anything to be something else. That's not that's not for our sisters. Not, that's not for women to cut. That's not really for any woman to do all that alterations. You know, whatever God gave you, I mean, you might not like it, but be blessed that you have it. Because there's a lot of ladies out here, especially when it comes to that breast thing. There are a lot of women losing breast to breast cancer. That's an issue. There's a lot of women losing their lives to lung cancer. Never smoked a cigarette. You know, I mean, for one, Kanye West's mother, rest her, that was a horrible situation. Because when do we don't love ourselves? I guess you're right, Brett. We have to... Us as women, and I think men too have to take a look at yourself and say, you know, you're one pretty mother, or you know, you know, give yourself some dap every day. You know, if you do that, at least maybe you can start to love yourself and start to see what you hold or the beauty that you have. And it's not just really the outer shell that like I tell people, outer shell is just a blow up. It's really what's, like you said, inside. It's not about all the extra. So, I don't know. What can we say to to women to where they're going to get empowered and know that, you know, you don't have to look like the cosmetology book because that, ain't, that book is not for you. You better go on and look in between the beauty of the week and the jet and check that out. <laughs> you you need to be more trying to look like that as opposed to, you know, Vogue around here. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's for them. That's for them. That's good. You know, they got the black eyes, the hair on looking and thin and, you know, Katie Moss kind of, you know, that is Barbie. And, you know, yeah, she had a homegirl named Christy, and she got a few sisters. <laughs> Barbie does on her team, but, you know, that's a doll. That is plastic. We're, we're just so differently, beautifully, uniquely, you know. You know what I mean, Bishop? <laughs> 
You're there, right? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I, I'm be heading through the mountains. So, uh, yeah, I'm here. You know, you know. I mean, it's, it's a matter of self-esteem. You know, when you when you tell yourself you look good, hey, nobody can tell you you look bad. You don't have to get edified from other people because you know you look for your man to tell you you look good all the time. Well, then you're gonna be looking for every man to tell you you look good all the time. So I I, I promote women. What they should do is they should wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and say, mm, mm, mm. "Man, I look good today." That's even bad before bitch. you comb your hair, huh? I'm a bad bitch, huh? Not, well, I can't say all that, but I. I know. You, I was trying to get You can focus around there, you know, because uh, you are your best friend. That's just it. You are your best friend. True that. True that. Uh, but low self-esteem can be, you know, like I tell people, you know, I guess I'm more so grounded because, you know, I'm the, my my story is more the ugly duckling turned into a swan. Had I, and I had that car accident when I was seven, then I, I would be a mess, honey. But because I had that car accident and the things that I went through growing up with children who were honest and straight out, um, it changed the way that I perceived myself. So I'm humble, not only in the way that I deal with things, but I'm humble in and all that, you know, I never, you know, I never, I don't look, I mean, like like you like you took for you to tell me, you know, this and that, junior year, this, year, that. Yeah, I don't, I never saw myself like that, you know. You know, and people who judge a book by its cover will probably figure that I think like that. But, you know, realistically, I'm I'm grounded when it comes to that. Because beauty is only skin deep. Ugliness, ooh, shit, that's all over. <laughs> It's skin. It's it's the very cells on your skin of your body. You know that ugly. It's it's a blow up, and you can't do nothing but ugly. You know, like some people say, ugly as far as looking. No, your ugly ways. You know, like I tell some people, no names. Don't frown up like that. Don't look at people with that frown and that scarf like that. <laughs> You know, because you're not really me mugging nobody. You're just making yourself look a hell of a lot uglier than you already could look if you didn't do the extra me mug look. You know, shake it. You know, smile. Put a smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? Just be happy to be alive. Be happy to be out in the world. Be happy to be doing something that's uh, progressive in your life. Be happy to have your family around you. Be happy just that you woke up this morning. Just be happy. And like you said, low self-esteem, I grew up with that low self-esteem. You know I did. So, you know, I don't know how I overcame it. I don't know. You remember I had low self-esteem, right? You there? Can you hear me through those mouths? Yeah, 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 I got you. You know I got to play the mute button. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. You you, you overcame, you know. You became an overachiever, you know. You came up out of that shell, you know. And, and and really, you have the personality to, to push it, you know. So, uh, personality is everything, you know. I, you know, I would rather have a, a fat person with a beautiful personality than, than to have a, a, you know, someone that's fake and fake all this and all that. I would, I would rather have somebody that you know that, that's beautiful on the inside. And I know that sounds crazy coming from me, you know, you know, you know, from my past. But you know, I've learned, you know, I've learned. <laughs> I've learned, so you know, so you, you 
beauty, beauty starts from the inside, charity, charity starts from abroad. I, you know, and, and everybody, everybody, huh? That was nice. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's one eighteen. I gotta quit that. I, I'm gonna enter that. I'm gonna enter that into the quote of the show. You have to give that to me again. Say it to me again. I like that. And it's one eighteen. What was that again? Beauty is what? Beauty, beauty is from the inside. It comes from the inside out. And charity starts abroad. It starts from. It starts from at home. So you know. Uh, a person that's beautiful and they're a giver. Oh, you man, come on! It's nothing better than that. Uh, okay, I dig it. Beauty, beauty is from the inside out, and what is what? Charity starts at home. It starts abroad. Abroad. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in the quote of the show. So I'm letting you know, my brother, you're gonna be in a uh, contest, a blog talk contest. So it's going to be all about what you just said. It is 118. Beauty is from the inside out, and charity starts abroad. All right, awesome. Quote of the show. Thank you very much for that. Now back to what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just representing. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, one. it was 128. Pardon me. 120, 139. Wait a minute, hold up. It's one thirty nine AM, August fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Representing here on KXRW your internet community connection, internet radio station, Gina's Groove Theory. You're out here with Bishop Brett and all my people out here and uh he's talking about beauty and getting my code of the show. So that was actually one thirty eight, right? I gotcha. Thank you, brother. I said it. Kind of a joke, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, gonna go ahead and I, interview in a contest, my brother. Well, you you go right ahead. I'm 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 hitting that big four nine today. I made forty nine. You know, I just ask God to let me be here until fifty. I got one more year to make it, and uh, I I just thank Him for that. You know. Oh, you're gonna make it many more years. Don't even worry about it. Come on. Come on. And so many yeah. we got many more things to do here. Um the world you know what? Let me go ahead. Quote number quote number the world Remember this people. The world is our oyster. Crack it open. <laughs> That's my motto. And it is. The world is your oyster. And you need to crack it open. I guess in kind of words that's what you were saying. Right? Uh t- this world is what you want. What you make of it. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the truth, you know. If if you want you know what one thing I've learned, everything you do comes back to you. And that's and that's just you know what Christians say, Oh, there ain't no karma there's a lot of karma out there. Everything you do. So if if you if you're a lovely person and you if you gave to a lot of people and you helped a lot of people out of situations and you made them feel good, well guess what? You can't help but feel good. So you know, the the world is whatever you want it to be. It's up to you to demonstrate what you want out of the world. Well, you know, you did have a different outlook. I said about a couple of years ago on my behalf when 
when uh, we were talking, you know, we used to get on me about you'd be like, oh, cut that cussing out, you know, be careful what you say, you know, you, you know, you, but you speak what you, remember how you used to get on me, and then <laughs> I think about, what, maybe a year or so ago, you called me and you was like, you know what, Gina, <laughs> you remember this conversation I'm talking about? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, you know, you know, I got this touchscreen new phone, and it's really driving me up a while. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you, you know, one thing I learned, you know, like I said, we live, we learn. You know, I learned that, you know, that everything, everything can't be orchestrated. You know what I mean? We can't live life. We every day is different, and, and some days, man, people will make you lose it. And and I've learned that. You know, I've learned it. I, I'm not saying it's right, but it's there for real. So you know, uh, I would like to live a perfect life and you know not cuss, not get mad, but that ain't gonna happen in this world because people people are taking you over the edge. I understand because I deal with a lot of crazy folks, and and, and you know what? No matter how good I try to be, <laughs> in my mind, you know what I mean? In my mind, that's why I have to stay at the altar because my mind gets me in trouble. My mind gets me in trouble. So you go, go you know, I'm gonna have to go through the checkpoint. So you keep talking, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back on after I get through the checkpoint. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, brother. Well, representing here on Gina's Groove Theory, it is now 1:43 in the AM. It's August 15, 2012. This show actually was started on uh, Innocence Lost. Uh, we have touched some serious bases out here. Um, pretty much what I was saying to my brother. Uh, you know, when he's speaking on, on uh, you know, the things that you do and uh, keeping in mind that I learned a lot of this, you know, the ways the ways that I learned how to deal in life and how to, you know, care for people, you know, basically, you know, through Cherokee. Cherokee taught me a great deal about how, humility and, and humanity and, 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 you know, not to judge people and, and you know, kind of, kind of you know, I had to learn how to put my foot in someone, my foot in their shoe and, uh and that taught me a great deal. And, you know, you, you, you kind of you get empathy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have apathy. Um, just like uh, my professor would, uh, uh, Professor Ampudia would say, you know, IQ is your intelligence quotient. And, you know, with that, you know, you can be a genius depending on how your IQ is. But EQ is your emotional quotient. And that emotional quote, relies totally on empathy, resilience, um, sociology, right? And what is that other? Is it not perseverance, well, resilience, um, humility, humility, empathy, and sociology. Yeah, those four things, elements. Correct me if I'm wrong, Professor Ampudia, but those four elements make EQ. And with EQ, it's more, it's more. some would say, when you're talking about uh, working with uh, equipment or computers or intellectual things, you know, IQ does matter, you know, when it comes to math and things like that. But EQ, having a high EQ means that you have compassion, you have caring, consideration for the next person. You pretty much, you know, if there is or if you do believe in a God, then you would say that's pretty much how God would want us to live. 
so which is more greater? EQ, I found out. You know, it's good to be able to read a book or be able to uh, use big words or speak in a very privileged manner, which, you know, all of us can do if we really tried. You know, you don't, you know, anybody can put on a, a, a mask or a costume and parade around, but the case is you can't really EQ, you can't really too much fake it. You can fake like you're smart as hell, but you can't really fake EQ. Because, see, for some apparent reason, it shines right through. And I guess it's kind of like what they say about karma, too. You know, karma. You know, karma, you know, does happen. You know, uh, if, in fact, that you live your life, you know, and you know that inside your heart that you, you, you have made amends, and this is another thing I say, too. It comes with making amends, too, with everybody that you harm, too. And even in the case of just like HS-252, Resolution Conflict. Conflict resolution. You know, it doesn't take two people to forgive a situation. No one asks you to forget. You should never, ever forget. That way you'll never, ever revisit where you've been. But it only takes one person to forgive. And once you forgive and you let it go and you give it up. My brother used to get on me all the time. The one thing that he used to say, he's like, you know, you curse like a sailor. He's like, you, Gene, you need to cut out that cursing. He calls me Gene. Gene, you need to cut out that cursing. You know, God don't want to hear all that vulgar language. And I would still try and try. And then, you know, as the years have went by, you know, and I, you know, <laughs> and he's been a testimony and a witness to, you know, just how my life has been. We need blessings and blessings and blessings. <laughs> you know, he's like, when are you coming to church? Like, I'll be there, you know. Yeah, I'll be there when I get there. You know, I ain't ready. I ain't coming to church. You know, he's like, Gina, you need to come to church so you get your blessings. You know, so I'm just getting blessings and blessings. And one day he just said to me, he was like, he's like, Gina, I was wrong. <laughs> and if he could testify to this, he said, I was wrong. He said, you know, you you curse like a sailor. You do what you want to do. <laughs> you live the way you want to live. And you still receive blessings. <laughs> he's like, so I was wrong. He's like, cursing doesn't seem to affect you negatively. Doing what you want to do doesn't seem to affect you negatively. And then that's what I say to folks. And he goes, quote, number three of the show. I got, I'm in good, see. I got a bank account. I was telling somebody this the other day. I got a bank account. And in that bank account holds the most precious jewels. Priceless. Its value is so steep. And inside that vault is my God dollars in heaven bucks. Now, Jay, if he was out here, he'd say, oh, well, you know, that that prosperous preaching and so forth. No, it has nothing to do with praying for prosperity. It's called having spiritual prosperity. That means spiritually you're prosperous. I learned that when I was financially prosperous and what I thought I was and who I thought I could be, and that also, too, comes along with what you think that everybody around you, you know, sees you as. You know, it's nothing like spiritual prosperity. I'm not talking about the hustle and bustle. Hey, I, I hear you back. You're back through I'm the back. trick. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that, that, that's some good talking you're doing right there. <laughs> and yeah? 
that's right at my alley right there. I love that 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 prosperity talking. I love that. With the heaven uh with the heaven bucks and you know, yeah, your bank, your, hev- your your heavenly bank account is worth more than anything. It's worth more than your five oh one, uh your four oh one and it, it, oh man, it 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 it, it, it yeah, people people don't they have to be aware of what that is. Why don't you go on and finish telling about it? Uh, well, why don't you kind of help me with it? Okay, okay, help me, help Because you know what, it took you a little yeah, bit to tell me. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, tell everything you that you do, everything that you do in life, as far as being selfless, otherwise helping other people, like if you have a friend that's going through something and you counsel them, and, and, and uh, if you find somebody and you lead them to God, uh, you know, or if you find a person in a crisis and you, you put down your own situations and you help them, uh, all these things add to your heavenly bank account. And as your heavenly bank account gets filled, what happens in heaven comes to the earth. And uh, so if you're prosperous in heaven, guess what? You're going to be prosperous on earth. So favor, God's favor will shine upon your life. And as it shines upon your life, people are going to say, well, how come you're so blessed? It's not how come you're so blessed. You're blessed because you're selfless. Go ahead, Jane. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. So I don't think I'm selfless. I, I wouldn't say selfless. You know. Uh, well, well, I give you. I give you a for instance. Okay. You know, I, 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 you know, I preach. You know, and sometimes I preach against government, and you know, I, I, I put it. I tell the truth. You know about what we're dealing with, and you know, all the situation. But when you do stuff like that, the devil comes against you. Uh, so I preached a good sermon Sunday. Next thing you know, I got five letters from IRS. Wow. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I mean, they came at they came at me too, you know. And, and but I say I'm a faith, I'm a faith walker, so I know God. God's not gonna let that happen to me. I ain't worried about so evil world, you know. So I got on the phone with the lady and I told her, I said, you know what, you know what. You might try to intimidate me with these bills or intimidate me by talking about you're going to break this, that, and the other, you know. But you know what? This stuff is temporary anyway. You can have it right now. Come pick it up. And she she hesitated. And then she said, you know what? How much can you pay? I said, you know what? Hmm, not very much. How about 100 a month? She said, I'll take that. I'm done. Well, Funny that Jay should be off the phone because that right there is right up his alley because he speaks a lot about that. You know, by the way, he has a new show. So let me go ahead and throw um, throw out that he has a new show on Blog Talk, Brett. It is called Black Emergency, and it starts actually it's 9:30 Eastern time because you know he's a New Yorkin, and uh, so 6:30 our time. Uh, this morning I was fortunate to be on the show with him. <laughs> it was pretty nice. You know he's Malcolm X. Undercover, you know, he's that rebel. and But it's a very, very good show. Um, he's having people call in from Afri- Africa, from different countries, and voicing their opinions and what's going on in their community. He's another community fighter, I guess, uh, selfless as he is. Um, I can't really say. Uh, I say, okay, all right. With that, see, I, I guess you're right, because, I know I, I have had some real miracles happen in my life the past, let's say, what, 
it's been about five years. I've been experiencing blessings after blessings. You, yeah. you know, you know, you need to stop being so modest. Uh, why don't you just, you know, put it out there? You know, hey, you you take you you drive your bins on down there in the in the in the alleys in the gullies and down there by the canal where people wouldn't wouldn't even take the bike. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you go you still deal with the homeless people. You know, and, and that right there is why God he shows favor on your life. You know, you don't look at them as. Uh, they're any different than you are. And that's what God's talking about, you know? When you can take your car and drive it through the mud to feed somebody and give them a sack lunch, come on. Come on. People don't do that no more. People people don't care about the homeless. Then that's why the homeless community loves you so, because you put out a lot to them. You understand what I'm saying? You you have a following from, from the homeless community because they know where you came from and they know who you are. They, they've talking to you on both levels, on that level of going through and on the level now of coming out. People need inspiration, and you're inspirational because you came out. You know what I mean? You were down in that thing, but you came out, and you didn't leave them behind. You went back for them. Don't get me started here. I feel like preaching. Go ahead. Well, um, yeah, you're, yeah, but, well, how can I leave my people? <laughs> how can I leave my people? Even if, we, even, you know, uh, you know, I think a lot about moving and stuff like that. And I think, the, you know, I think about it's time for, you know, a little change. And, you know, of course, not, I, I guess I got that uh, Cherokee Morrison thing going on. It's like, well, who's going to take care of people if I'm out of here? But uh, you know, I'm I'm working this radio station because I got big things in 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 the future, and it's no it's no uh, it's not about me, and it's not about me having any fame or, or fortune or any of that. I I do have a plan because apparently God has a plan for me because you know I I was born into we were born into money and born. Never knew what it was to be without, and then later on in life, here it is, bow. And uh, it changed my life, Brett, you know, because, you know, I'm a nicer person anyway. <laughs> I'm a nicer person with a spiritual prosperity than i ever been with financial prosperity. <laughs> I get a bit that today. And, you know, when I look up the clips of Rancho's Palace Verdes Estates over in Oceanfront where my house was to be, I look at today, I feel better than I felt back then when I was looking at the house that I was to buy. And it's a, it's just a something I can't even express in words. You know, I've learned a great deal, um, brother. I guess we can kind of continue this conversation after uh, offline because we got like three more minutes, and I'm gonna go ahead and take this show on out. I'd like to thank all of you guys, brother. Anything you want to say for your birthday wish? Come on, make it quick, quick, cut, cut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I just, you know, like I said, I just want everybody, you know, to get unified and get together and. Help each other, you know. I mean, let's stop competing. Let's be like all the other races, the Asians, the Mexicans, and everybody else. Let's let's get together and let's overcome all all our insecurities. You know, that's all I got to say. I'm done. And adversities, my brother. With that, this has been Gina's Groove Theory. I'll touch you guys out there, my silent listeners, and let's talk after. This is going to be the end of this show. Much love to you all. I'm taking it out with the intro. Booyah. We're going to go ahead and send it off with 
ask yourself, okay? You know I got to go there because I just love that. And uh, hopefully I can continue to use it. I'm going to have to send a little shout-out to Robin Thicke on that one. Much love, you guys. Thank you. 